What up, potty people? It's your boy, Benny P. And your boy, P. Sweezy, here at the dojo, and I'm the sensei. Yeah. Now we're confusing you. Now this is, we're, we're at Patrick's house, and he's P. Sweezy, I'm Benny P. Right, so I'm the sensei. So if you're confused... It's the uh, dojo. I hope that you've been straightened out. We've got a juicy pod for you here. Um, it's gonna be It's going to be right around the 150-minute mark. 152, that's mm-hmm. what I'm envisioning. Okay. After I add some some intro stuff in there, but... Uh, but yeah, we got a sneaky sauce segment you're gonna love. We we talk about cooks, power rankings, and uh, the campaign that Scraps has been on to be the number one candidate in the power rankings. We have breaking news about the investigation of the Mercus Perkis, Mercus Perkis organization. We talk waivers and trades. We bob and weaving out of those like they do in the skills challenge. Mm-hmm. What else do we got, Pat? We got the Danny Ainge Blizzo Awards as our weekly segment. Uh, we've got what's on the line, where we talk about what is going to be on the line for our uh, our respective picks on the year, mm-hmm. and what the punishment is for the loser. We review last week in our pick'em. Uh, we do next week's pick'em. We do a sticky take review where we have a spirited discussion on the Kenyon Drake Edmonds yeah. debate. I think you guys are hand. really going to enjoy that. That's going to be a good. I mean, that's much. That's must listen podcasting right there. Yeah. Or if you just don't care about the Drake Edmonds debate, which is my thought, then you can skip past that if you want to. We'll be sending out some polls. We'll be sending out some uh, some stuff that you can interact with along the podcast as you listen tomorrow on your way to work or during work uh, for those all of you guys listening at home. Shouts out again to all of our listeners. We, we appreciate you. We uh, support you. Also, we talk about it in this podcast, worth mentioning whether or not we should move to ads for monetary mm. value for juicing up our league. Very interesting listening. It's somewhere in there. Yeah, I can't remember where, but it's in there. Whether we even would get money from the ads. It'll be a golden egg. So, you'll enjoy it. But, that being said, enjoy the podcast. I love you. Buckle up. The first rule of Fight Club is, you do not talk about Fight Club. boy Benny P up in here in the dojo with your boy Patrick P in the dojo here with your boy so you're the sensei yeah I was gonna throw it back to you so you say Benny P again we get in this loop but Benny P with my boy P <laughs> squeezy and we in the dojo so that makes you the sensei yeah yeah for those of you guys listening to the podcast wondering what the heck have I gotten myself in here here's the reality we're a bunch of guys and I only do this because uh, there's people in Germany, there's people in Britain, there's people that are not connected to our group, they have no idea what's going on. We are 12 grown men, some with families, some without. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we all have families. We birthed them somewhere. That's true. 12 grown men with families that are way too into fantasy football. So we make a podcast, we have power rankings, we have investigations, we have a plethora of things for your enjoyment, and you're listening to a podcast that is seated right at the table with all this content. If anything, right in the middle of it. It is the 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 ladle that stirs the boiling pot that is the Fight Club Fantasy League. So that's what you're listening to. I hope you enjoy it. We got a lot of things to talk about today. First of which is a segment called the Sneaky Sauce. Mm-hmm. Sneaky Sauce is what me and Patrick bring to each other before the podcast so that we can warm up on a topic that we feel comfortable discussing without any research or analysis. And I have no idea what you're going to bring up. Nope, and I'm excited to bring it up. Are you ready? Ready. What I wanted to talk to you about 
There are rich teams and there are poor teams. Then there's 50 feet of crap. And then there's us. That's a dollar, man. What? Welcome to Oakland. Is bacon mm. versus sausage. Okay, and let me mm. let me get my take out here. Wow. Um, me and Grace and I had breakfast for dinner tonight. I've I decided. made it. I've decided which food side I lean on. I haven't made a sale yet. <laughs> Let me sell you. I've already decided. Uh, here's the thing. This is what I'm going to say. I think the bacon's overrated. Yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a take. And why I think it's overrated is because the flavor per, I guess like per ounce or per length, yeah. is to me underwhelming. I make breakfast burritos a lot now, a lot. And whenever I use bacon, I'm pleased with the flavor, but ultimately there's not a whole lot there. And I'm using four big hickory smoked big fatty pieces of bacon. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. When I use sausage links, when I use sausage and cut it up, I get the I get a nice just meaty core that I can bite into and really eat. Big even meaty. when I chop it, when I, even when I fine chop it up, it's still dense. And it adds something to the, the whole entire burrito's consistency. And this is not just for burritos. I'm talking overall. Okay? Mm -hmm. And I like the flavor better. Like, I like the flavor better. I think it gives me more flavor and density and consistency than bacon does. Because I feel like bacon, it's like I make it, I crisp it, it smells good, it tastes good, sure, but it's gone. Mm -hmm. Whereas sausage, I feel like I got to eat it. And the sausage has a big, meaty core. Obviously, they're both meat. But Big I'm just saying that sausage meaty claws. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, so so t tell me. I mean, what do you what do you think about my take on bacon being overrated? What about both? What are you throwing both in there? Have you tried that? Well, I mean, obviously, I I would agree with that, and those are definitely the best combinations you can have: bacon and sausage. Whenever I go to McDonald's, depends on how quickly you want to have a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of times, I do have bacon added to my sausage, mm. egg, and cheese McGriddle, but. So, for example, when you do go to Chick-fil-A, I know that you get their sausage. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, when you go to McDonald's, let's say you go to McDonald's, are you getting the bacon, egg, and cheese McGriddle, or are you getting the sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddle? People who have done this before know what I'm talking about. Whenever they give me those flimsy pieces of bacon, and they count that as the protein on the egg McGriddle, I'm like, I'm just eating an egg and cheese biscuit at this point. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm choosing sausage every time. And so, that's at first, when I hear bacon, I feel like I'm... Supposed to like bacon. Yeah. I'm supposed to love bacon. It's become a trendy thing else. in America. Yeah. Like, it's just bacon. But So I wanted to disagree with you on this. And I actually, whenever you first said it, I was like, I decided in my mind that I was on the sausage side already. And then you said you were on the sausage side. So I, th I thought you were going to lean into to bacon there. But, yeah, I mean, if I had to choose between the two, especially if it's just on its own on the side, like I would rather have a, even a side of sausage and a side of bacon with my eggs and stuff now. Like mm -hmm. I'm just, I, I'm just, I'm starting to understand the, the sausage side of things, you know, as we all do at some point in our life. Yeah. You got to un understand the sausage side. Yeah. I just think that if you're, if you haven't taken into consideration the reality that bacon is a little overrated and that it's been marketed to us as Americans now mm -hmm. as this hot topic, this trending topic for the last, I don't know, five, six years, bacon this, bacon that. Wake up. Smell the sausage. I do I do like bacon in stuff, but yeah, I, I mean... Did you catch that? Wake up. Smell the sausage. Smell the sausage, yeah, of course. Usually they say smell the bacon. I thought it smelled the coffee. Is it really? 
Wake up and smell the coffee. Yeah, Maybe it's bring home the bacon. Yeah, you gotta bring home the bacon. Bring home the sausage. But wouldn't you rather bring home the sausage? Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. No, I think actually sausage's great. Yeah. And growing up, I never touched sausage. I when I was little, man, I did not like sausage. My mom and dad they would cook breakfast or whatever, and I'd be like, just bacon for me, no sausage. But I realized quickly whenever I actually branched out in the culinary world that I was wrong. You got to get that sausage in there. I'm surprised we're on the same page, but I'm glad we are. <clears throat> Me too. I was surprised. I was hoping to really go hard at you on this, but I'm sure we'll so find So if anybody's got a hard take on bacon, let us know. But otherwise, um, we're sausage folk up in this dojo. Yeah, for sure. I kind of want some right now. Actually, I do need some more water. I'm empty. I've already drank all my water. Well, let's go fry up some sausage, get and you a water, you get me a water. and uh, we'll reconvene. Um, but, but on the wheels, I'm going to pause it real quick. Okay. I'm going to get some water. <laughs> all right, and we're back. I got some water. Appreciate that getting at the beginning of the pod and not having your water. You do not want to get stuck in the middle of a podcast without your water. You got to stay hydrated out here. got to stay hydrated. You want to tell me something? What? Okay, looks like you need to tell me something. I need more money. We're not New York. Fine players with the money that we do have. I like Perez. Got an ugly girlfriend. Ugly girlfriend means no confidence. We're going to move on to our next subject, which is just taking a moment to acknowledge Cook and his power rankings. Yeah, absolutely. They were fantastic. A lot of effort went into it. The uh, He went the superhero. The superhero, superhero supervillain. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Give me your thoughts. What did you think about the... Uh, what did you think about the, the superhero? I thought it was great. Um, yeah, absolutely. I was eating that stuff up. Um, Hawkeye, not my favorite choice um, yeah. just out of all of them, but I, I appreciated how he weaved that in. Um, and just, you know, the fact that who knows if I have a family. Like, it's just <laughs> off the grid completely. I, you know, it's kind of how I live my life. So, For those you know, of you out the there who, who don't know, mm-hmm. Patrick has a family. Yeah. And... Um, He's worth getting to know. So, so, so do it. Got a wife, got a, a daughter. She's almost three years old, Cook. Wow. Um, name's Nora. You had a dog, um, now you have two dogs. I had a dog, now I have two dogs. As yeah. recent as this week. As recent as this week, I got another dog. Um, Chip and Booker. One of them's named after Devin Booker. The other one was named after who knows what, because na- he was named before we got him. Chip Gaines. Chip Gaines, sure. Has to be. Yeah. Poker Chip. Okay. That's fine. Chocolate um, Chip. Aquaman, or uh, it was, uh, it was, yeah, was it Aquaman? For no. you? Yeah. I think you were Aquaman. Aqu- yeah, Aquaman. Aquaman. Yeah, it was Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, because sometimes there's like off brand, there's like, you know, Justice League, mm-hmm. water mm-hmm. superhero, and then there's Marvel. Like, I don't know who the water see, superhero I don't know. would be for Marvel. Uh, I know Aquaman is DC. Okay, anyways. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Is there a water hero for Marvel? That's a great question. I can't. I can't picture one. I just. I'm not. I'm not, I was never super into the comics, but I I'm watched thinking all Justice the League. Justice League is who? Yeah, that's DC. That's Aquaman. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that comparison's <laughs> fine. I'll take it. I'm cool with that. Um, you feel like the analysis was accurate about you? Yeah, no, you're not really. You're just kind of a forgotten part of the Justice League. Yeah, yeah, it's just kind of, kind of there. I will say I agree that he is a forgotten part of the Justice League. I mean, we can't even name his counterpart or if there is one. So, yeah, and your and your championships are of ages past that don't really count. Do you really do you lean into that as well? Listen, if haters want to hate, that's fine. It's part I mean, of the it game. Is, I will say, like to to your defense, it was just two seasons ago you were a champion. 
That's uh, true. That's true. Two seasons ago, I was a champion. But now a your lot... tier two league win. That might as well yeah. just be. I know. No one gutter. takes that as that. No one takes that as credible. Um, but it was an interesting time. I will say everything was needed to get where we are today, and I'm really happy where we are today. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So those those tier twos they were necessary. The 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 beginning of the of the sleeper league is necessary. Mm. Uh, the trophy, all that stuff, it was necessary. And I'm really happy where we are. So that's fine. Mm-hmm. I, history will be the pillar in which we build upon. Yeah. And you've never won on the sleeper app. No, I have not. I have yeah. not. You won on ESPN. Yeah, which was a faulty program, I'll admit. Yeah. So, probably I don't to know, do with know it. if we were playing standard or half PPR at that point. Oh, I can't remember. I feel like I feel like it was half PPR. Anytime we can spend talking about my previous championships, the better for me. I'm all about talking about those yeah. magical years. You want to get into how the kicker basically got you there? Uh, I, get into those details? I, I can't get into all those details because there's too many to, to count. Um, but yeah, that was good times. Good times. Yeah. Uh, well, on that note, they did conclude. Who was number one in Cook's power rankings? It was Griff. It was Griffin. Mm-hmm. And that brings up something that me and you wanted to discuss. Have you ever, in Fight Club League history, seen someone, as you put so eloquently earlier, Campaigning mm-hmm. for their number one spot in the power rankings, like Scruff has this season. It was full canvas, man. He was knocking door to door. Um, he was whipping votes. He he's... was doing everything. I mean, it's not just election year right now for us, and in this month, mm-hmm. it's not just election time. Yeah, it's also this power is, rankings. This time. is power rankings time. Scruff is taking full advantage. Uh, I'm surprised that he hasn't done any. Uh, what's it called? Whenever you do marketing to hurt the other. Components. Oh yeah, some smear campaign. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have a smear campaign going yet, mm-hmm. but he is he is full swing uh, campaigning for himself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he was out there. He was preaching the gospel, preaching the Griff gospel, the scruff, <laughs> the scruff gospel. Um, you know, he was he was laying out some facts, laying out some stats, saying you know, pleading his case. I mean, I, you like to see someone caring that much about the league. You like you to do. see someone caring that much about their standing in the league. Um, but yeah, it was. I mean, obviously, it got the job done. Do you think it influenced Cook's decision, or do you think Cook was already leaning that way? Here's what I'll say. Because he had to pick him over himself. Yeah, here's what I'll say. You can go two ways with Cook. Um, I'm faced right now a fork in the road. Do I say that Scruff, or do I say that Alex Cook is a feeble-minded, weak, weak-backed, you know, flimsy vertebrae individual, or do I say that he's a sturdy? Pillar. Integritus is a word I'm going to use. Integritus, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Integritus. I hear that a lot. Um, disciplined and willful willful soul. Um, between that fork in the road, I'm going to go with the latter. Oh, okay. I think right. that he's a very fair and upright person. I think that he <laughs> is he is not feeble-minded. He is not a, a slouch or a, a pushover. So I think he took all things into consideration. And I think, yes, Scruff's... Campaigning may have affected him in some degree, but it was minor in the slightest. And the reality is that Scruff, with almost putting up uh, a league record in points for last week, was uh, deserving. Deserving of the jump, I think. And um, the trades have not hurt him. If anything, they've only made him better. And for those reasons, I think he's got a good all-around team. Mm-hmm. Also does Alex, but you can't you can't do what Alex was talking about earlier, and which I appreciate. Why I think he's not a feeble-minded, um, weak-boned <coughs> individual, 
you can't do a tie for first. Yeah. So just doing, giving us what we wanted. I completely agree. Thank you, Cook, for doing that. Mm -hmm. Making a decision, planting it in the ground. Number two, number one, not a not a shared top spot. Yeah. For sure. And um, yeah, Griff had two hundred points on the table at at one point last week. Yes, he did. Potential for two hundred points. I really wanted to see it. I voted for the over. Uh, Of course, I voted for the over. You got. I had Chris Carson going better than what he did. So. Well, yeah, he got injured. Exactly. Yeah, so other, if that didn't happen, then that in, who I was knows what was going on? Yeah, who knows what could have happened if if Carson stays out there? He would have got over two hundred, potentially. Yeah, hmm. but either way, he got the number one spot in the Cook ratings, and he got the Black Panther Award, which is the highest of I all love awards. That. I yeah. love that. It's 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 uh, what, what can I say? It's relevant. Mm-hmm. He his his rankings and use of the vid- vigilantes and the heroes. Mm-hmm. was topical, um, and I appreciated all of the effort that went into that. That's something about our league. If effort is put into the content that's created, not that it was bad, I'm just saying, but it doesn't matter. We'll eat it up if the effort's there. It's like we digest effort for creativity. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this was full of great content and great effort. So right. It's, you know, it's like... It's the difference between, you know, sometimes it's like I'll just eat ramen and like I'll still keep moving, you know. Like sometimes, you know, that's how, what's got to be. But this was not ramen. This was top-notch filet. It was. We're just digging on. So like it's keeping us moving and we're enjoying ourselves. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah, it was uh, some fresh white cod ah. over some cheese grits oh. next to the coast. Oh. You can hear the waves and. Beachfront. Yeah, you're digging into that on the patio. No hurricane. No hurricane. You got a. You got a. You got a nice breeze going. Hmm. What you got in your hand? What else you got in your hand? Nice huh? little. Nice little alcohol. Yeah, you got an alcohol. Give, someone give me an alcohol. <laughs> so, so, yeah, you got a. You got an old fashioned going. Hmm. You, you also got a nice coke just to balance it out, and then a water. So I've got three drinks. I'm a three drink man. Of course. I mean, if you have the choice. If I really why do, you? I'm not kidding. If I have a choice, I literally do. I was like, could I get a fresh thing of water? Could I get a bourbon or an old fashioned, and then I'll have a coke? Just keep those coming, because mm-hmm. I will. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man, absolutely. That's the high life right there, man. That's the high life, man. Only imagine only people with private jets would live that type of life. Ah, well, I don't have one of those, so yeah, that's true. Uh, that's great. So, Cook, thanks a lot. Appreciate that. And uh, the Scruff campaign will continue on next week as he uh, lobbies that he should not be removed from the top spot. So, yeah. look for the smear campaign to begin yeah. <laughs> starting yeah. starting next week. Uh, I want to move into a little segment. You guys are talking the same old nonsense. Like we're looking for Fabio. We got to think differently. Who's Fabio? Here, doesn't need to take long, but I wanted to talk about the investigation on Mercus Perkins, uh, the organization that has been touted as uh, mischievous at best, mm. um, <clears throat> received glaring reviews from the rest of the league, yeah. uh, hasn't had a good case as to how they justified their wrong actions, um, and the investigation broke out not too long ago at this point, and we've all been listening to it closely, and I'm here to tell you that there's been breaking news in the case. Breaking news. Breaking news in the case. Uh, this is a red alert. This is a all-hands-on-deck situation. This is missile coming towards our submarine. Everybody, brace for impact. Brace for impact. You can't get away from it. You can't dodge it. There's no, no countermeasures. No. And it doesn't seem like he has any lawyers uh, or, or attorneys in his corner at this point. But breaking news is that uh, we've we received some news from the Mercus Perkins organization that is top secret, top level, and um, and we we 
We can't share it right now on the pod, but it's bad. It's not good. Uh, it's looking really bad for the Perkins organization. All the things coming together. Obviously, we all know about the move out to to California, um, the avoidance. Um, there's there's been video leakage uh, of of his um, his misdemeanors and and problems, but but. It's just, uh, it's just, it's just heartbreaking to see something in the league happen like this with such a, a well-rounded group of twelve people. It reminds me a lot of the disciples, um, yeah, right. and how there was yeah. twelve surrounding Jesus, but then there was one that you know betrayed him, and then ultimately uh, went on and took his own life. And I'm not speaking that wow. over Mercus in any way, but it's at the same word. point, it does actually apply because the breaking news that we've received that, again, we cannot share yet at this point, uh, just because we want to make sure that we have our facts straight. We want to be good reporters, not just reporters. We want to report the truth, and the truth um, will therefore set us free, or maybe set Mercus Perkis and his organization free. Um, Though The breaking details have surfaced, and they're, they're not good. So, so be, on the, uh, be on the listen. Uh, be on the lookout, uh, continue to refresh whatever feeds that you have for the breaking news coming about the Mercus Perkis organization. Uh, it's really heartbreaking news. Yeah, and I know I can understand as a listener, it can be frustrating to hear it's breaking news and then they don't get it. You right, know, it's, right. It's, it's right there. But, you know, there, there are times where you have to be um, this responsible as yeah, a media yeah. outlet Thank and you. Yep. and to reveal these details um, as we know them would be detrimental to right. the investigation at hand. So we have to leave it up to the lead investigator at the end the of the day. Lead investigator, yeah, and he'll he'll break the story for us where we got our leakage. I will give credit where credit is due. Was the Pump Fake Multimedia Conglomerate Industries Incorporated um, investigation slash and or highly? Oh man, I'm blanking on the name. Uh, hot. We said it about five hundred times on the last podcast. Oh, you're talking about the blatant collusion and yeah. or no, it's um, potential collusion and or blatant dishonesty department. Yes, yeah. that's what I was talking that's about. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that um, they did they did leak the information. Uh, the video did surface from them, and they relayed it to us. We kept said video, and we're waiting for a generous offer to receive uh, that video content. But in the meantime, we do want to be uh, we want to handle this situation delicately. Uh, so we, we have the hard drive, um, and so we're trying to, you know, carry that football both yeah. hands. Yeah, you don't, don't want to fumble want, this. Don't want to get that fumbled. Um, yeah, if twenty twenty has taught us anything, you want to you want to wait and hold out the information for whenever it is solid and truthful, and uh, and not just a not just a stab at something you believe might be true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we don't want to we don't yeah. want to jump the gun here. We're going to allow the investigators to investigate. We're going to report as the investigators report to us. Yeah, but we do want to give you insight that it's bad. It's bad. And it does not look good for the Mercus Perkins organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so all Fight Club members be on the lookout. I would say be weary dealing in any any interactions or, uh, or um, you know, uh, transactions with the Mercus Perkins organization. Uh, just send them your prayers. Yeah. Prayers don't, send them, don't send them your players. <laughs> send them your prayers. Don't send them your players. Yeah. Wow, um, but that's all. That's all we got here. We can we can transition out of that. Let's uh, let's dive. Your goal shouldn't be to buy players. Your goal should be to buy wins. And in order to buy wins, you need to buy runs. Who are you? I'm Peter Brand. First job in baseball. It's my first job. Anywhere. Into the the waivers and the trades. Waivers and the trades here. Um, so, not a lot of fun stuff happened um, this week. A lot of. A lot of interesting pickups. 
some sleepers, <laughs> if you will. Uh, let's go ahead and start back about six days ago. On the waiver wire, we saw Antonio Brown. A.B. himself. Get picked up by Kev Wallace. Um, what do you think about Antonio Brown coming back, playing with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? All I can think is Tom Brady gets another amazing weapon. Whether or not he'll last all season, whether or not he'll completely implode that locker room remains to be seen. Um, it's a high-risk, high-reward play, but I'm just happy to see Tom Brady continuing to get weapons to surround him to continue his fantasy production. Um, so That's true. Very excited about that. I don't know how Antonio Brown will be this year. It just seems like... Brady's going to have so many options, he can spread it around to whoever he wants at this point. So, Do you think this digs into anyone's load as a part of the Tampa Bay organization? Primarily, I'm asking, does this dig into Ronald Jones' performance? Does this dig into Mike Evans, uh, the likes of Chris Godwin? It's, Where do you, who do you see falling off? And It's got to take some targets for sure. I mean, right now, the obvious is I don't think we'll be seeing as much Scotty Miller as we have in the past. Um, I think he's definitely going to drop off. Um, Godwin's injured right now, so depending on how long Godwin's out, um, Antonio Brown will be getting those targets. But, yeah, I would be worried a little bit if I was a Mike Evans owner. I would be worried a little bit if I was a Godwin owner, although I think Godwin will be the one that remains the most consistent. And as the Gronk owner, I feel like AB is going to be getting some end zone targets as well. So as the Gronk owner, it's a little bit concerning to me. But whenever you've got the quarterback, um, you got to take the good with the bad there. Yeah, let's go ahead and talk about Gronk. Did you pick him up on your team? I did, yeah. He's on the next little um, section here of the waivers um, right after this trade, so I don't know if Yeah, we... so bypass the trade for just a moment. Okay. Um, and then we'll go back to it because what happened was um, Connor ended up receiving Gronk as a part of the trade. Right. And then Connor dropped him, and then you picked him up. Um yep. On that, did you did you, was there anything notable this week? Whenever you dropped Higby and you saw Gronkowski, that worked out for you. Yeah, I uh, picked up Gronkowski um, because Higby. First of all, he was injured and he just hasn't performed this year. And I saw Gronk on the waivers, um, and he's been getting more involved in the in the offense. So I picked him up and actually very pleased because he scored more points for me than Waller actually would have this week um, after I traded Waller away. So that was very pleasing to me. Um, nice contributing to my win this week. Um, also got Traquan Smith, who's basically the last res- receiver standing for the Saints until um, Michael Thomas comes back and Manny Sanders gets off the COVID list, um, except for their their rookie that apparently got a bunch of targets last week. But those were the big waiver pickups for me. Okay, let's throw it in a little bit of reverse here. Uh, Connor and Eric Johnson got into a trade. Uh, Jameson Crowder, Robert Gronkowski, which was then dropped, as we just discussed. Miles Sanders for Juju Smith, uh, TJ Hawkinson, and Daryl Henderson. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Give me who you won the trade and why. Yeah, I was super, I was very concerned about this when I first saw it because I was going up against Eric this week, and he had Daryl Henderson. Um, yeah, it's... Um, it seems to me that Connor really wanted Miles Sanders out of that bunch, and so he was willing yep. to package a deal there because um, obviously he didn't care too much about Gronk because he ended up dropping him. Um, Jameson Crowder, just he's a Jet, so how excited can he be? I agree. Um, so I think I do lean Connor's side just because for his team it makes sense for him to try to add another big piece. Yeah, you know, and I appreciate you having the perspective there, but I've got to insert right there and say, listen, who won the trade? You know? And yep. I understand that he has a good team, but I've got Eric Johnson winning this nine times out of ten. Mm-hmm. 
I like Daryl Henderson. Yeah. I like I like uh, I like Hawkinson over Gronk. Hmm. Flipping that, I, I mean, he's not great, but Gronk's not great either. And and I like the potential upside of Juju next to Crowder as a part of him. I, I just so I guess the question is: Does the gap between Miles Sanders and the rest of those players uh, is it is it large enough? Because in my mind, it is. I think Miles Sanders is obviously the guy when he's healthy and. Adding a big piece like that to your team can be a huge. But lift. wasn't Daryl Henderson good too? If anything, Daryl Henderson's put up better numbers. Yeah, but that backfield is just so questionable. They got Malcolm Brown. They've got Coach Speak of Cam Akers, even though he hasn't actually done anything getting in the rotation. Daryl Henderson has been great, but you just don't know the longevity of that. So the long term play with the Sanders. He's the he's the he's the bell cow. He's gonna get the looks. I mean. I, mean, I, understand, Eric, I understand what you're saying, but yeah, great move for Eric. But for Eric, he, he needed some players that were playing this week because he needed to get a win this week, as, as did I. So, I mean, yeah. it makes sense on both sides. It is one of those fair win-win trades, I think, that, that works for both teams. But at the end of the day, i got to lean the side that has Miles Sanders on it right now. Okay. On the, uh, on, we're split on that. That's good. Um, you picked up T. Higgins? I, I made a trade for T. Higgins, yeah. And you got five fat bucks. You got a better wide receiver and money. Do you think so? I do. You got T. Higgins, the 24th ranked wide receiver who's been playing really, really well with a quarterback that throws almost 60 times a game. Okay? Versus Marquise Brown, Kevin gets Marquise Brown, which is Hollywood Brown, makes a lot of noise. Kevin's been out to Hollywood, so he's familiar. Mm-hmm. And if anything, the marketing has gotten to him and he's bought into a receiver that does not going to get it done. Not going to get it done. If you haven't checked, Kevin, love you to death, and I meant to give you a call back today. I missed your call. I apologize. But uh, but this guy, this Marquise Brown guy, not going to pan out because the quarterback can't throw the ball. <laughs> so I got you winning this and taking a steal of 5 fab. Yeah, I don't know. I've, Hollywood's definitely a big boomer bust guy, and he's on a great offense. He's obviously the number one receiver on the offense, so if Lamar can figure it out, I just didn't have the time to wait for it. I believe in T. Higgins. I actually had him on my roster earlier this year. Um, had to drop him before he was actually any good, um, and I wanted him bad. So um, came off a little aggressive towards my buddy Kev there. I didn't mean anything personal. I just uh, I thought you won the trade. So well, I appreciate it. It was um, this week that he also. It's the first time he's really put together two great games. You know, like fifteen plus points right in a row. So this week was. Uh, just the first time he's done that twice in a row. So yeah. hopefully he will be consistent. For yeah, me. I like him moving forward as a, as a rookie in the league and really making his name known. So I, I, I'm excited for yeah. what he's going to do in the Bengals organization. I appreciate it. Uh, well, we're going to bob and weave between waivers and trades, mm-hmm. catching everybody up on the uh, the notable stuff. Only thing from the next waiver transaction list was Des Bryant. What do you think about Des Bryant? Yeah, I think he's actually dropped him at this point. He was signed to the practice squad, so I think Isaac's well aware that the practice squad doesn't get points, so he probably just put him back where he belongs. But Are you sure they don't get points in the practice squad? I haven't I haven't seen any. But it translate also, from practice to... Yeah, I mean, are we talking about practice? I'm talking about practice. talking about practice. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Des Bryant, who knows? He could, at the end of the year, end up being on the starting lineup. Who knows about this, about this guy? He's actually younger than Antonio Brown, I think. Really? Is that is that true? I think Antonio Brown's older than Des Bryant. No way. Um, I'm not sure. Um, but I got him at age 31. Yeah. How old's Antonio Brown? Antonio Brown is 32. Wow. Wow. You're that's, on it. That's crazy. Um, so I mean, we can't gloss over the fact that um, Evan did make the Gio Bernard pickup. 
um, while Mixon was hurt, and he scored almost 20 points this week for him. So that was a big pickup there for him. Yeah, he did. Um, well, it was game script. We talked about this before. They started, I mean, again, yeah. Burrow is throwing that ball. He's throwing the ball. And when you're down, you're mm-hmm. definitely going to be thrown down to your change of pace back. Yeah. So and, I just. And Mixon being out, Geo's getting both of it right now. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but then Connor did drop the Gronk. Geo? How old is Geo? Don't look. Oh, if I had to I'm guess. I'm asking you, yes. Okay, I'm going to guess he's, man, he's got that mustache. He's 32. 32 years old? That's my guess. Gio? Gio? Yeah. How old is he? 28. Is he really? Yes. Wow. That's he crazy. He seems like such an old man. He seems and, old to me. And honestly, 32 is not that old. <laughs> but oh, for, NFL, for, for NFL years, might yeah. as well be... Might as well be 90. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, that's funny. Yeah, and then we see Connor dropping Gronk. Um, yeah. That allowed me to pick him up on the next waiver that you see. <clears throat> Excited for Gronk going forward. He's actually... Looking more like his old self. Yeah, they're targeting him. It was tight end week. Mm-hmm. It was tight end day or something like that. I don't even know what that means. But it was tight end day on Sunday. So mm-hmm. I had a feeling like tight ends are just going to get some looks. Yeah. They get one mm-hmm. extra play ran that week for them because it's tight end day. Again, I don't know what tight end day means, but whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that. Was that. I didn't. Did you see any other notables? I did go over. Uh, I did try to get. Ben Roethlisberger in this matchup, which honestly wouldn't have made that big of a difference in my matchup. I wouldn't, I don't think. Let's see, actually. Yeah, I probably would have. I would have got another 11 points instead of the nine that Garoppolo got for me this oh week. Oh my goodness. I yeah, I went for him and we both tied at $0, so uh, I didn't get him because Luke had the... So that would have been helpful. Yeah. Um, Notable that Connor picked up Malcolm Brown, who is essentially split in time or... It could be seen as a handcuff of Daryl Henderson who he traded away. So, interesting play there that he's probably thinking for the future on possible trade potential. Good GM move there. Yeah, good, good GM. Move. Good move. Uh, there's also a trade here between Deontay Johnson and Jarek McKinnon. Yeah, who you got on this one? It's um, clear to me. I don't. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Deontay Johnson, so I got to his one in that one. See, I think Deontay Johnson is great. Really, and when he's healthy, he's he's getting them points, man. But he has to stay healthy, and I feel like he's already questionable. And yeah, he's got to stay healthy. But you know that if if he plays any of the rest of the season, he's getting targets. I mean, he when look at when he's played. When he's played a full game, he's gotten 15, 13, 10 targets. I don't know what happened the Houston week. Did he get injured that week? I don't know what happened. But three out of his five games. I'm sorry, that where he's, are you? Where are you looking at right now? Deontay Johnson, right here. Yeah, I'm looking at that, and I've got week one six, week two nineteen. I'm talking about targets. Okay, sorry. Go yeah. ahead. So he's getting 10-plus targets in three I'm out of the five games he's guy, played. I'm a big so I support what you're doing here. Three out of the five games he's played, he's got 10-plus targets. Um, and, you know, he's, he is putting up points. He's got, he's got 19 points, 24 points yeah. in those, those two matchups. I think he's great, and we know that he, if he's healthy, he's going to be getting a share of the offense. With Jarek McKinnon, we've got Tevin Coleman coming back this he, week, and we've got Raheem Mostert, who knows when he's going to be back. On that offense. Yeah, but when he gets the touch, like that's the thing though, when he gets the backfield. Well, I mean, he had I it last like, week and he got nothing. I mean, listen, I watched that game. That was a rough game. All right. It okay. was just rough all around. I, okay, I get what you're saying. All right, that's fine. The, I mean, this yeah. three weeks in a row, he's done nothing. He's not been a part of the offense at all. Well, they were also split in time and Jeff Wilson was talking. I mean, Jeff Wilson was coming up and he was being a part of the whole deal. That's so. what I'm saying. Yeah, like there's too many mouths to feed in that backfield. You don't know which way they're going to go each week. I'm just not a big Jarek McKinnon fan. So I, I just, I do lean Evan's side on that train. So what I'll say is that with Jeff 
Wilson getting hurt now and the backfield being primarily him in a big game against Seattle, I have him going for plus 12 or something. I have him actually having a pretty decent game. But Tevin Coleman just got off the IR. Do you uh, think he's going to mix him in at all? Or do you think, I mean, I don't know. It remains to be seen listen, if he's going to play. Mixon plays for Nixon and Graham. Mixon plays for Cincinnati. Nixon and Graham, Cooktail Brown. Mixon nothing, all right? Okay. No, I, I don't know. That's... We can make a take on that. I'm not making any take. All right, I'm just saying I like McKinnon. Okay. But, all right. Let's when they on. use him, he's great. I just don't think they, they use him quite enough. I've got a lot to talk about with the 49ers later, so we'll get to that. Weekly report, best manager, P. Sweezy. Um, let's see. Trade complete. <laughs> uh, trade complete, yeah. Luke gets uh, Tyler Boyd, James Conner, uh, Ridley, and Moss. This was almost almost too much to comprehend when I first saw it. This when it first came lot. up, I was I think I was in the middle of... Now the app is updated something. and I can see them yeah. uh, horizontally with each other. I can actually read it, but yeah. now, you know... Worth um, noting, yeah, the trade, I, I enjoy the layout of the trade in their new system, but I hate the way they do the waivers. Yep, agreed. Uh, I, I got Tizman in that one. Really? Yeah. I think I was on the like side. Let me look at this and see. But see, that I'm doing the thing that I, I burned you for mm-hmm. uh, because I like the fact that Tiz secured a running back with and, – and so he got Aaron Jones mm-hmm. and Jamal Williams yeah, to secure the, the backfield and essentially just takes the Connor spot. And I think Aaron Jones is better than James Connor. And then I like Diggs. I like what they've been doing uh, with that top eight quarterback, uh, Josh Allen. And um, did you get to see what I said there? Yeah, that's what you said there. But yeah. I don't like Ridley. That's a big thing for me. I'm not a big Ridley guy. Really? Yeah, I know that You're he not might. Big. He he's well. Obviously, he's been doing really well. 29, 26, 14. Not, not a big fan of the third 17, receiver on 16, the year. Seventeen. Not a big fan of the uh, number three I didn't receiver. I realize he was that good. Yeah. But <laughs> Julio Jones is coming back, and that's gonna eat away. I think he is. Julio Jones been there for most of the year. He's gonna come back and going. I didn't realize he was doing that well. <laughs> but I just feel like I mean, here's the thing with Atlanta: they throw, they throw, they throw, they throw. They sure do. But they keep losing. So in my head, I just see Atlanta well, as this terrible program. But that's good for fantasy. It's a great if fantasy you're coming team. from behind all the time and you've got a receiver. That's beautiful for you. So I'm a big Calvin Ridley fan. Yeah. Um, so and Tyler Boyd has not been bad. Tyler Boyd's been great. He is getting the most targets on that Bengals offense that throws it. You said six times a game. I'm changing exactly what I'm saying. I'm changing. I'm flipping it right now. You're flipping Luke it. Luke won this yeah, one. I and, agree. And I don't. It's not that I dislike James Conner. I just like Aaron Jones a lot. So mm-hmm. uh, Aaron but, Jones is great, and but yeah, I think he gave up a lot of pieces there. Yeah. I I lean on the like side of this one. Um, I, you know, Tiz an just, impromptu loves change. Trade. Yeah, an impromptu change on the pod that doesn't usually happen, but yeah. uh, had to yeah. be done. Yeah, was, I'm not the was, biggest James Conner fan, fan, but he's he gets he he's gets doing well. he gets work and Calvin Ridley's amazing and I mean Zach Moss is just a backup. Same yeah, thing as a handcuff a to Aaron Jones, just yeah, in case something exactly. happens. So yeah, it's good. It's good. And then we got our most recent waivers, and we can conclude on this. Uh, I went for poop juice. Uh, I just sure think did. that. Uh, I hate that I spent six more dollars than I needed to. Mm-hmm. I had a feeling that if anybody else noticed that, listen. Jarvis Landry was a star in Miami. He was one of those guys, just like Odell, was like, watch me catch him with one hand. And he would be a skill catcher. Mm-hmm. He would. He was essentially the Edelman for those Miami games. Like, he could do it all. He could go slot. He could go deep. He could run some routes. stops on a dime. He's got skills. And Odell, has, he's just been living in Odell's shadow. The reality is I think that 
even Odell had his limits because he plays for the Cleveland Browns. But Jarvis is a more secure player. He plays a lot more. I don't think he gets nearly the distance average throw than Odell does. And so I have a lot more checkdowns. I have a whole lot more screens, and I have a whole lot more slants coming to Jarvis. And those targets need to go to him now. So I, I thought it was a good pickup. We'll we'll see if I end up dropping him later. It would obviously be a loss for my organization. Should be an opportunity for him, but yeah, as we we've talked about off the pod a little bit. Um, Baker just loves throwing to Higgins for some reason. There's just a great rapport between those two. So you wonder if the targets are going to be going more heavily towards Higgins and even the tight end Hooper whenever he's healthy. I will say that. I think Baker will be better without Odell. Yeah. I, I think he will. I think for not just because of what we saw from the last game. I just think that there there are there's something to the chemistry on teams that when you're such a big name person or you're such a demanding presence, mm-hmm. it takes away from the chemistry, the organizational like game strategy. It's like we've got to feed Odell, we've got to feed Odell, and that can throw you off of your rhythm. I think that gets got, in Baker's head a little bit. He's absolutely. just like trying to force it to Odell. Absolutely. And so I've got Baker being very, very good moving forward the rest of the season. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Weird enough that I almost picked him up. I don't disagree. Uh, and then we've got Leonard Fournette going for four. Yeah, I put a zero dollar bid on him. If he fell to me, then I would take him. But yeah, he's getting the he's definitely been getting the passing volume whenever he's out there um, over Rojo. Um, you think uh, you think Connor is uh, regretting his pickup of Malcolm Brown and his trade of? Oh, you're right. Yeah, he did drop Malcolm Brown there. Daryl Henderson. I don't think he's regretting. I, it. I think just... maybe he picked him up just to see how the weekend went with Daryl Henderson, and Henderson yeah. was the one that was getting the work. So he just. He, he's, he felt it was safe to put him back on waivers. Um, but, yeah, Leonard Fournette, I, I, he was obviously going to be on somebody's roster this week after getting getting some getting some targets and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, we'll see. I think that was, a, that was an interesting game. Uh, Tampa Bay versus uh, Las Vegas. They, yeah. they got up, and um, I think that he got some touches that he would not have gotten otherwise. So yeah. That's Fournette my opinion. Is, Hard to predict when he's actually going to get work. Fee five phone net. Fee five phone net, man. Yeah, that, that was a team name for you back in the day. Oh yeah. Uh, that's all I've really got noticeable, unless you think Gardner Minshew is noticeable. Uh, no. This guy's been passed around like a like a like a sack of potatoes. Mm-hmm. Only thing yeah. I notice is Evan just keeps dropping Josh Kelly and then picking him back up. Just keeps dropping him, picking him back up. Nice to have, I guess. You know, just. Just if you've got an extra happens. spot on the roster, put a guy on there that if Justin Jackson goes down or something, you've got the last running back standing. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, there goes Des Bryant onto the practice bench. and Can't score any points from the practice squad. I picked up DJ Dallas. Case Carlos Hyde and Chris Carson both out this week. be a great start. So Great flex play. Great flex play. That's all we're looking for. Good streams in the flex. Oh, th- this is important. Okay. We, we almost for- glossed over it. Zero dollars were spent on kickers this Thank week. Thank you. Thank you for catching that. Very Zero good. dollars spent on kickers this week. It's a round of applause to the league. Yeah. I, I, I would say that um, that we've really made an impact mm. in what we're doing. And see, that's the thing. I mean, that's just, you know, if you're if you're spreading the gospel, if you're if you're encouraging the, the mutant deaf, if you are... Um, if you're feeding the poor, if you're if you're trying to make an impact where it's needed, mm-hmm. and you see it being received on a good soil, and the plant being able to grow roots and grow, it's the fruit. Just so happy that our league has ears to hear 
and mm-hmm. eyes to see. Man. The mistakes they were making before were trash. Mm-hmm. And now they're saving money and making wise decisions on their kickers. I'm just so happy. Yeah. I'm just so proud of everybody. It's just good to know that our our yeah. content producing has changed the makeup of this league. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Last week, Goskowski might have gone for like $16. Or something. Uh, 16 or 17 <laughs> 16, you never know. Um, Without us spreading the truth about not having to spend more than $5 on a kicker. Zane Gonzalez, and Zane Gonzalez was picked up by Cook himself and $0 bid. We're making a difference. <laughs> We're making a difference. It's it's all that I'm here for. That's all right. that I'm here for, man. Right. I love it. Thank you for catching that, though, by the way. Absolutely. All right, let's move on to... We're going to shake things up. Why don't you walk me through the board? I believe there's a championship team that we could afford because everyone else undervalues them, like an island of misfit toys. The Danny Ainge and Blizzo Awards. We give them out every week. And I'm very excited for what we're going to do here. This is the Halloween-themed. This is the Dracula Halloween-themed Blizzo and Danny Ainge Award. We're both dressed up. You just don't know it. You don't. <laughs> no, we're not dressed no, up. No, we're not. Are you dressing up for Halloween? Um, I don't know what Halloween looks like in 2020. Okay, We've right. got a daughter that would love to do Halloween in a normal year, but I don't think we're going door-to-door this year. Come on over to Cumberland Hills. We'll give her some candy. Yeah, we'll go over there to the old, what's the name of your street? So I almost uh, lived over there. You don't know what street you live on? Charwood. <laughs> Charwood, yeah. I almost lived right across the street, which is great, before you Gosh. ever even bought that house. But we were looking. We were looking in Charwood. Anyway. <coughs> For those of you who don't know, uh, I also own a home, and uh, I have a family. So, wow. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Wow. In case you didn't know. <laughs> mm. So funny. Mm. Uh, yeah, so Danny Ainge, Blues Award. Should I start do- us? Or you want to you want Please, go ahead. Kick us off, please. Let me get another sip of this water. <clears throat> Okay, should we start with the Ainge? Should I go through my Ainge and Blizzo and then go to your Ainge and Blizzo? Or should I let's start do, with Ainge? We'll both do one or the other. So let's go ahead. Let's start with Blizzo. Let's both do our Blizzo? Yeah. Okay. All right. Let me get there. Yeah, so I just, I need you to explain to me how you're not the Blizzo this week. I, and if you no, can't, yeah, I can't, then, then it's, Let me explain to you why I'm the Blizzo. Okay, that, so, that's great. But, is that it? That, that's See, all I need this to is know. The thing. We don't like doing this. We don't like that the Blizzo or the like or the whatever the uh, the a Danny Angel Award needs to be given to either one of us. Like we don't like that. But that's just what happens. Mm-hmm. Is that I Blizzo this week a hundred percent? Yeah. So I Angel last week and then I Blizzo this week because yeah. primarily because I was gonna um, I have a great argument for why you are, but since you agree with me, hundred yeah, like percent. Let me tell you. Let me tell you why you're right. Mm-hmm. And explain your points for you. Yes. Okay. Because playing Garoppolo, I got lit up about that. Mm -hmm. Okay. After seeing him have a great performance against, uh, against, who was it? Uh, A great performance against Los Angeles. Okay. Had a phenomenal performance. His high English brain looked great. I was like, man, they're really churning out there in San Francisco. So I played him, thought I was going to get a good stream. I made a mistake. Mm -hmm. Like, Kill me. I made a mistake. What do you want me to do? Like, all right. So I, I streamed him. But the problem was that I went after Ben Roethlisberger. Mm-hmm. Um, I also almost went after Carson Wentz. A lot of mistakes made from an organizational standpoint. And this is what really matters. You're the Blizzo. You're the Blizzo whenever it's it's not a make or miss league like they say about basketball. This is a win or loss fantasy league. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when your decisions as a general manager affect how you get W's or how you get L's, like 
immediately immediately impact that record, mm-hmm. then you're a blizzo. Yeah. Because I got Garoppolo, should have had Ben Roethlisberger. Would have got me the W. And you went up against a one-point quarterback this week. Exactly. I mean, that was a position that you could have made a difference. Yep. Unbelievable. And I had the winning player on my bench. You did, yep. And I had a better defense on my bench. That would have got me within two points. Absolutely. So there is no way that I deserve to get that W. I literally, it would be like, how many things do you have to do wrong to lose? And I chose to do every single one of them. So the only thing I could have done better was, or worse, only thing I could have done worse is trade Garoppolo for Cam Newton. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, Blizzo Award on this guy. Big, stinky, heaping pile of poo right on my chest. Bottom two scores of the week. And Unbelievable. Could have gotten the win. Yep, I agree. So That's what it Glad is. We're on the same page there. Can we transition to the Danny Ainge Award, please? Let's move right into the Danny Ainge Award. Lead us off. Um, yeah, I'm going to give myself an honorable mention. Um, just you're because so, it's the first. So selfless. It's just the first week that so I've had a win. Selfless. <laughs> No, I can't not give the Danny Ainge Award to Griff this, after this week. We're on the, the same page, scores. brother, so just take it away from me. You're going to yeah. speak for me here. Go ahead. He got the top score um, this week. Um, he really made some trades and stuff that he feels um, good about. Met, booned his team, made his team a lot stronger. Strong at every position now, seemingly. Um, and his team just performed. And whenever you make big trades, big, big, big moves, you trade away big names. And then you get a big win. Like this use of bees. Yeah, you, and then you still get a big win. Then you're the big ange. So, I love that. So, yeah, I, I cannot take that one away from him, even though I finally got my first win this week. If it wasn't him, I would give it to myself. But he, his performance was far too strong. How about Kyler Murray with, uh, with three passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown? Man, we should make a take on that guy. Almost put a 50-pointer up an entire locket. Same way. <laughs> Unfortunate. I will. I want to bring to attention uh, that Sleeper did have this one correct and had Scruff um, getting ahead of Connor and a margin of around five points. Oh wow! Yeah. And uh, but I do want to bring to attention how faulty the Sleeper app predictions are. Mm-hmm. Whatever their algorithm is, it needs to be changed. Hashtag Sleeper change. Um, but one hundred twenty nine points projected for Scruff, and he got a total of one eighty one. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying that's, I mean, it's, I don't know. I just don't trust their predictions. I don't trust their algorithm. Everything else about the app is fantastic, but for those reasons, I just, uh, find it. For those reasons, you're out. I find it bizarre. Um, so that's what I've, that's what I've got to say about that. So that's our, that's our Danny Ainge and Blizzo. I appreciate you. I feel, I appreciate us both being on the same page on that. That was great. seemed pretty clear this week for sure. So, yep. That's good. Uh, as we transition into the back half of the pod, uh, we get to talk about something that's uh, near to our hearts, and that is what's on the line, Buttercup. Mm. Um, what's on the line? No, I don't know what that Buttercup? Is. What's yeah, up, Buttercup? What's up, Buttercup? Yeah. Uh, what's on the line? This what's is, on the line, Patsy Klein? Yeah. Before we... <laughs> I don't know what you just said there, Patsy Klein. <laughs> what's on the line, Patsy Klein? Bef- Betty Klein? Patsy Klein. Google it. (laughs) (laughs) We want you at first base. I've only ever played catcher. It's not that hard, Scott. Tell him, watch. It's incredibly hard. He can't throw. But what can he do? You want me to speak? We're not pointing you yet. 
he gets on base. Yeah, we're going to go into our reviews from last week. We're going to go into our pickums for next week. We're going to review the sticky notes and the takes. Uh, but before we did that, did a lot of preparation for this, by the way. Uh, we want to talk about putting something on the line as me and you are knotted up right now at 15 a pop. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we've gotten some group me. Uh, you like my foot? I just thought it was uh, up there. Yeah. Uh, saw the group me interaction a little bit as to ideas to punish ourselves. Here's the thing. This is a volunteer. <laughs> say, I mean, we don't get paid for this podcast, even though we could. Yet. Yet. <laughs> even though we could. Man, I could be submitting some ads on here. Me and you could be <clears throat> juicing up. That pot for the end of the year for the champion. Do you really think it would make money? It would at least make some. Yes. Yeah. I, it literally is. A, it's an anchor thing. So for all of you guys listening, the anchor device that we use to publish our podcast, it offers um, advertising. Mm-hmm. And you can throw advertising up on your podcast. You select where it intersects. And I mean, shoot, like I'm willing to try it for a week. If you guys are willing to listen to a commercial and we can make a little bit of money... Now, you make more money the longer that you can do it so that more people will listen and they'll listen to the ads and you get paid for the ads. And you mean as a league, make yes. more money. Yes, yes as yeah. a league. Yeah. Like, I would not be taking this for ourselves. This right. is not one of those things. Like, I would literally be juicing up the championship pot with this money. Mm-hmm. That's or even a supplies budget for our draft day and a draft board, something See, like that. This, something like that. It's so unbelievably stupid to me that we are not having ads on our podcast. We sometimes pretend to put ads on here ourselves. <laughs> Like, just put real ads. I just have a hard time believing we actually would get any money. Like, I, See, I, I feel like they would have to have some... We've gotten off of what our topic is right yeah, now, yeah. which is fine. But I, I, this is very important to me. I pass that monet- I pass that thing every single time, and it asks me, do you want to hook up advertising for this? And I've never been able to click the button and, it, and discover what that looks like for our podcast to insert those one or two ads into the podcast a week... And see if we can get some monetary value again, not for our own gain, but for the league. For exactly what you just said, draft board. Maybe it feeds us. But here's my argument for like why we wouldn't make money because like I could literally go make a podcast right now and I could just listen to it over and over and just click that feature. I could watch it a hundred times a week, and you're gonna tell me that they're gonna send me a check. I just, just, I just, I, I would be pleasantly surprised if if we did. Yeah. I mean, and if our and if our viewership grows, which it, we hope it does, it's at thirty two it to thirty eight right now. Yeah, but so I guess I I just wonder how it's structured. I just kind of doubt they're sending out a bunch of checks to people that just have a random podcast with thirty viewers. Okay, I could be wrong, and no, I would and, love to try it out. I'm doubtful and as if they well. S- they send but us I'm a check. Definitely with, I'm worth trying, but I'm not going to put it in the podcast. And then whenever our uh, our Fight Club League is listening, being like, "What the heck is this? I don't want to listen about Fig Newtons." Mm-hmm. So. We can make pennies on the penny. That's what I'm know? envisioning, though, is that if we make a podcast, though, for 16 weeks, and let's say we make $2 every single week, that's $32. <sighs> that's, that's too high to me. I don't think we're making $2 on this. Okay. I, I mean, I would, I'm sorry. I don't mean no, to be a no, pessimist I'm not, here. No, I'm not. I'm the same way. I, I think would love way. to try it and see, but who knows? So in the group me, if you personally have a opinion on whether or not we should try to add advertising. It's as easy as clicking a bucket button for me and adding one or two ads into the podcast. Then let me know, and um, and we'll do it. Yeah, that we don't have to rely on you know. We'll con- put up a poll. We don't have to we'll rely. Put up a poll. Ads or no ads. We don't have to rely on contacts f- 
from Canes and other places for our well, food. Convicts, that happens, a lot of, yeah, drug dealers. <laughs> previous con- convicts and drug dealers supplying our food every, year after year. We don't have to. We don't have to put up with that. Have to worry about that. We just, you know, we supply it with our ads, our good, um, you know, our good efforts. Finally, finally turning over some profit for us and, and giving some food to the league. No ads. convicts or drug dealers necessary. Very good. With that being said, let's actually get in to what we discuss uh, on what's on the line. We need to discuss actually in our pick em. This is a volunteer thing that we've discussed. It's a game that we play every single week where we pick our week matchups, and we've been keeping tallies as to how we've performed from week to week. This is a volunteer basis. Okay, so the punishment cannot be severe because people usually don't volunteer themselves for severe punishment. Mm. So... Me and you need to discuss, as we're knotted up at 15 a pop right now, what is the punishment for the loser? Yeah. To incentivize actual, not that we're not doing analysis, but it would just make it more fun for everybody. We could throw out some some ideas here. Yeah, just for kicks and giggles, I thought of one. Okay, well, what could it be? I told you about it earlier. It was, you have to drive, actually, I'll just change it a little bit on the spot. Mm-hmm. The whole day, anytime that you drive, you have to hold down the horn. Wow. The, whole the whole time. day? Yes, the whole... Yeah, like, so when you, you drive... It, I said oh earlier, just gosh. to work. But when you drive to work, horn is down. If you go through a drive through for lunch, horn is down. I think that would break your horn if you do it for a full day. I think... It's funny that you said that because I'm The Mythbusters tested this one time. They did, and so did it perfect. And took 30, oh, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, it yep. took 32 minutes for it to turn off or something like that. 38 minutes. Oh, gosh. We would destroy our horn. Anyway. But you wouldn't be driving for 38 minutes. And your for horn a whole day? To, and your it horn takes me 15 to 20 minutes just to get to work. Your horn will regenerate whenever it's done. Because they turned the car off, and then it later gained its horn back. Okay. I don't know. Okay, that's that's one idea. Yeah, that's one idea. Do you have one? Yeah, one idea I had... <laughs> one idea I had was just, you know, we could just... Whoever loses, drinking. whoever wins, just stabs the other one just once. Um, just wherever they choose. <laughs> just once. Not to crazy yeah with a knife <laughs> they're a weapon of choice <laughs> yeah no i don't know i was thinking definitely something like um you know you eat something really hot we, we talked about that yeah, maybe I'm like that yeah like just like i would do the hot chip challenge with you hot chip challenge well, sorry or, the loser would do the hot chip challenge and then whenever i saw you suffering i'd be like i want to try it yeah the reaper pepper or whatever yeah. um so that's an idea i um, like the hot stuff i really do yeah uh, those are options. So, really, what we're coming down to is let's put them all together. Ha! Very good. Let's put them all together. Very good. Um, let's let fate decide. Yeah. And so, what we're thinking is that we're going to make a eight-piece spinny board or draw out of the hat. Mm-hmm. Um, draw the hat, some type yeah. of spinning wheel, something. Man, that would be great. We do the we do the hat draw and we eliminate each one. Ooh, yeah, that's the best. Man, that's the I, best part. For those of you who don't watch Dude Perfect oh. Overtime, when they do Wheel Unfortunate, it is amazing. Are we cheating off of them and taking this? Absolutely, because we're spinning a wheel of unfortunate things. So yeah, we're stealing that. Tall guy, beard, twins, purple hoser. Dude Perfect Overtime. overtime. Um, so yeah, we're gonna spin a wheel. So with that being said, we want to ask the group me. Um, don't need to put group me there. I need to put, I need to put, uh, crap. Shuffling. Yeah, hold on, don't, stop, stop, no. Um, we need to put punishment ideas. Yeah. Punishment 
I just see. I have to write these down, or else we'll forget and not put them in the group me. Where I saw your eyes go, you went to an abyss right there. You just, uh, yeah, you're just, dark you're gone. I was over there in the in the gorial. Yeah, you're in the thinny. <laughs> uh, all right, with that, with that, we can move on to our actual review and stuff. So, just giving you guys an update, we're going to be sending the group me a uh, a a time frame to. Fill it out because we did say that we do need to have this filled out by next pod. Yeah, we're going to pick them all this week. We're going to have options. So if you just throw your ideas out there, anything you think of, and then we will pair those down with what we are both willing to do. And put them in a board or in a hat and draw from that. And then we will video that punishment either all together at the end of the year when we are mm-hmm. together or, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that'd probably be when we do it. Mm-hmm. Is it the punishment at the race? Yeah. Honestly, that'd be great. That'd be a good time. Mm -hmm. Just seeing your friends get tortured. Just punishment all day. Gosh. Punishment Uh, back and forth. All right. Well, that's good. Let's go ahead and do... um, Oh, one last thing about group me involvement. Luke kindly submitted a photo of himself to us, a child, so that we could... A child photo of himself. A child. A child. (laughs) He submitted to us a child. Submitted a photo of himself as a child (laughs) to update his avatar. I would recommend us all get on board. Let's not... Let's not... Let's not forget what he did, all right? I thought at first when he said Avatar, he was talking about the sleeper Avatar, which was uh, much more, you know, changeable to me. It is. The group me, I'm in a lot of different groups, so... Okay, we get it. You're famous. No, 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 no. It's just, um, you know, how self-conscious am I is what it comes down to, so... Well, in this group me, if you would... R.I.P. Roscoe, that hits hard. It does. I talked to you earlier today, Luke. I should have um, mentioned... How sad I was for you about that, because that is that that's unfortunate. Um, R.I.P. Love Roscoe, but go ahead and update your avatars to a child photo of yourself, a younger version of yourself mm-hmm. as a child. We are card counts at the blackjack table. We're gonna turn the odds on the casino. I'm heading in. Text me to play by play. Wait, what? I don't watch the games. Now, finally, let's actually do our review from last week. This is a big deal because, again, we are going to be putting something on the line. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to review our picks from last week and see where we landed. Um, let's go ahead and get into that. So you've got the master list on top, and then we have our, each of our separate take lists. And then halfway through, you started putting your takes on there. It was confusing. Oh, this is our master. Okay, yeah, this is our master list. I'm sorry. Yeah. We've straightened that out a little bit. And we'll say we've done a lot of work to where we're not shuffling. Shuffling, no knapsacks. Well, we got a knapsack, but we're not shuffling through it. We're not shuffling through it. Shuffle, 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 shuffle. <laughs> there you go, Evan. Uh, Did you? Right. Okay. Yeah. Evan said hilaire on the pod. Was that intentional, do you think? Well, the actually what we didn't, we need to update the league. Um, the analysis correction department actually went bankrupt. Mm. They actually stopped correcting. Ran out of money. Well, because we're not doing ads. Well, we don't, we're not doing ads, and we don't make a whole lot of mistakes. So, um, <laughs> with that being said, there wasn't a whole lot to correct. I didn't think the department was necessary, so they went ahead and made budget cuts where they needed to, and goodbye to that. Wow. Okay. So, with our first pick, first matchup, reviewing from last week, it was Evan and Isaac. Okay, Evan and Isaac, could you tell me the winners and losers as we pro- progress through this? Got them right here. Thank you, sir. Trophies. I had Isaac. You had Evan. And it was Isaac. Isaac, sweet. Um, so, yeah, um, let's go ahead and update the sticker. Uh, with that, I had 
sloppy game by uh, Josh Allen, which he did not score more than 25, which is good, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, so 24. Um, but, yeah, sloppy 20. game. 20. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be tough. That's to a down t- game. That's going to be tough to be a top eight quarterback when you only get 20 points. Um, <clears throat> but it was a sloppy game by him. I doesn't, Still yeah. setting it four. But. Did you write down our – yeah, we didn't. Okay. So, yeah, I had rough game by Allen, which is somewhat true, and uh, we start entertaining the reality that Allen is not a top eight quarterback. So we can start entertaining those thoughts. That's what led to Isaac's victory for me is a false belief that Josh Allen is actually good. Uh, that is secure for Evan. You uh, you did have um, five sack, 90 points. What does it read right there at the top? I had Isaac less than 90 points last week, but he got 116, so he outperformed that. Um, if he would have gotten less than 90, he would have lost, but he did not. He outperformed that, so I was wrong. Isaac wins. Fair enough. I get the point for the edge there, so that's, uh, that's very did. good. You can add another one if you like. No, no need to. I'm okay. Uh, Connor and Griffin, next matchup. Boop, boop, boop. Well, we know the outcome of this one. Griffin won that one. I picked Connor, you picked Griffin. Oh, really? You sure did. That's what I've got here. That's good news, because I thought I did poorly. Poorly. Uh, I, I had uh, AJ and Devontae for 10 points. That was Griff. I had them kind of failing and... and Screwing the screw the screwing the pooch, uh, they did not do that. They actually you, did the opposite. You of had that. Devontae screwing the pooch. Yeah, oh, yeah, it sure did. And AJ and AJ AJ Brown. Twenty four. Yeah. Oh man. Twenty four and Devontae thirty eight. Oh, oh gosh. Wow. Yeah. So that's why Griff won, and I yeah. didn't. Yeah. So you had Carson scoring two touchdowns and one rushing, but he got injured and one receiving. Yeah. I so had one injured. receiving, one rushing touchdown. So we're both wrong. He would have we right, but he would have gotten those if he was still out there, and he would have gotten over two hundred points. So uh, you hate to see it. You hate to see. You hate to see me be wrong because of an injury. Yeah. Uh, okay. He sure do. Next matchup, we did go ahead and go with you and Eric Johnson, and I did get the win. You picked Patrick. I picked Patrick. That's great. Yeah. So we both um, got. I had no take. It was all based on leadership and managerial status from Eric Johnson being depleted as a manager, mm. and it panned out. I mean, the fantasy gods know what's going on. You had thirty-five plus from your receiving core. Yeah, I did believe that Michael Thomas was going to be playing, but if we put yeah DJ Moore, which I only had uh, DJ Moore in my flex because somebody. Oh, because I was waiting to see what happened. So if you put 23 plus 16 on T. Higgins, then actually they did that. So hmm. DJ Moore plus T. Higgins, which were my actual starters, that would be 35 plus. So I'm going to give that one a check. Take down another point for yourself. Point. <laughs> yes. yeah. uh, Luke and Mark. We both had Luke in this matchup. And I've lost my list, but here it is. Um, it looks like Mark won. Mark was victorious. Uh, we I both had, them, had Luke. We both had Luke. Okay. Uh, I had them both under 120, and I said this was going to be a nail-biter between the two of them. That We're not going right. to score a lot of points, but I did have OBJ and Hunt combining for 30-plus. OBJ obviously was hurt. Um, Hunt had 19, so if OBJ would have gotten anything... Would have been nice. OBJ got zero. Yeah, and then you had Breeze bust, I think. No, I had Breeze had a bounce back game. Bounce back game, you're right. I'm sorry, I'm misreading that. See, it says best something. I thought that was bust. Yeah, I had his best fantasy game of the year. I He did not play Drew Breeze, 
I don't know if he had his best game of the year. I'm going to look it up real quick just to see if that would have been correct. Was um, his top performance? Yeah. He did. No, no, no. It was second. It was close, though. He got 30. Okay. So he did He did do well. And I he remember seeing well. Luke in the group me saying, of course, Breeze, I drop him, and then he goes off for a good. Yeah, because he said, I should have listened to Patrick, that Breeze had a good game. Yep. Yeah. And that was based on the idea that Michael Thomas was coming back. So you were... You you fooled you tricked yourself into the right answer. Well, he still he performed well. Yourself. Yeah, yeah, no, you're he still right. performed well. So we but yeah, it was though. based Mark on Michael Thomas. Mark gets the W. Mark gets the W. We're both wrong. Let's transition to Cook and Kevin. Cook, Cook and, Kevin. and Kevin. Who'd Cook you have? And Kevin. We both had Cookie. And Cookie won. So points for us. Uh, I had. I had Cook for going for over one forty-five. Did you really? Yep. That's great. He did that. He got one fifty-nine. Nice. And then I had Cook's, uh, you had Cook's RBs going for 40 plus. And let's see, Melvin Gordon only got 12. Wow. Expected more. Um, nope, they got 32.9. So I was wrong. Yeah, scale down those point pluses. Yeah, and Melvin Gordon, I really expected him to get 20. Or Especially with, uh, with what's his name getting injured, getting concussed. Yeah. Um,. Yeah, so I was wrong, but Cook did win, so we both got a point. We transitioned to the last matchup of last week. We both had Tiz over myself. And um, Tiz did win. Yeah. I had Cam going for plus 25. No. The opposite. <laughs> the opposite. Yikes. Uh, getting benched, actually. So that shows how much I know. And I had Cooper going for plus 15. I had um, Tiz's... Running backs yep, going for less, for than, less 20. than 20. And they, oh, it was close. It's 14 plus 7, so it was right on the fringe there. Fringe play. That's when you pull out your 60 degree or you just putt it. Right. So I was technically wrong, but they did not perform well. But look, wow, I really, for some reason, that's all of them, right? Yes, that is all. I, I felt like I was are we still even? in the hole, but we are still even. Oh my this gosh, week. that is so... Well, that's great. That's good. I don't like it, but that's great. Yeah. I have to have an edge. For some reason, I had such a bad feeling. All right. Um, It's good. That's this week. We get to move. Bean has tried to reinvent a system that's been working for years. There was a nice theory, just not working out. How long is Billy Bean going to last? He's proven himself right out of a job. And their minds is threatening the game, threatening the way that they do things. To our pick them now. Are you ready? Do you feel good? You're reviewing a lot. I was just making sure which paper I had in front of me, and I'm ready to go. So our pick them is. Let's move into that. Let's see. That's great. You're really proud of yourself. I'm just I'm just happy that I did not go in a big hole this week. Fall behind. Uh, okay, so yeah, our pick them this week. This is where we go ahead and pick for next week, and these are very important again because we're going to be making a decision on <laughs> what our punishment is here in the next week. Mm-hmm. So, our first matchup is Evan and Connor. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. I feel like it has added some weight already. Yeah, I feel this. heavier. I already feel a little. Weight. I'm already second guessing my my choices and yeah, I'm going definitely back and looking thinking. a little deeper. Yeah, I used to just glance and feel it, mm-hmm. but now it's it's thought a little bit more thought provoked. Good. Evan and Connor, 
Uh, three, two, one. Connor. Connor. Okay, so we both got Connor. I've got. Uh, tell me why you've got Connor. Uh, I just think he, his depth is playing a role here. That's the main storyline. The take I have is that Rojo is going to go for over 20 points this week because they are going to get up on the Giants and they're just going to keep running that ball a lot. That is so interesting that you said that. I completely agree, and we'll talk about that later. Okay. I had Connor because I think Jacobs and Hill go for 20 each. Twenty plus each. Okay. And then I've got. I'm gonna start doing like a, a side for Connor why he's gonna win, but then also why Evan's gonna lose. Yeah. Oh, like I did. Why. I did that too. Fist yeah. Bump. Uh, I got Geo and AJ a part of the Bengals offense. I got both of them going for less than six. Oh wow, less than six. Yes, each. Like well, like so AJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. But yeah, I just don't think that's gonna pan out for. I don't know. Whenever you put too much reliance in the Cincinnati, they usually try to. They usually bust your bubble. Yeah, I didn't. I guess I didn't go for like an actual loss take, which would have been good. But I just, yeah, with Evan had bye weeks and stuff, so it's more he of a storyline. Yeah. He's got a lot of bye weeks, and who knows what McCaffrey and Mike Davis like? Is McCaffrey going to play? They're playing Thursday night. Are they going to like, split a little yeah, time? They're yeah. saying Mike Davis is going to play when he gets back. You know, it's just like I hurt. Yeah, I, I mean, hurt. but yeah, even seventy-five to eighty percent of Christian McCaffrey is still pretty dang good, but. Yeah, I did. Just who knows what's going to happen this week with the Thursday night game? That's got to be nerve wracking for a McCaffrey manager right now. You know, that makes me think. Do you think that Cam Newton is hurting, or he feels bad about not being in Carolina anymore? Not that he had a choice. I mean, they let him go. Yeah. Um, I guess if it was his choice, it'd be different. We don't have to talk about that. Let's move on to our next one. Yeah, I have no idea. Sorry, didn't, didn't mean to disrespect us there. Uh, Eric and Mark. Eric and Mark. Eric and Mark. Yep. You ready? Yep. Three, two, one, Mark. Eric. All right. Ooh. Good. Here we go. I've got Eric. you got Mark. Can you tell me why you're picking Mark? Yeah. Uh, the take I have is that Derrick Henry is just going to run all over Cincinnati this week. That's true. Um, that's going to be a big you got lift a point on that? to his roster. Uh, yeah, I can assign a point. I did not um, for some reason. I'm going to say 20 plus. 20 plus. It's going to run all over him. I don't know if it's going to be yards or if it's going to be touchdowns. I'm really thinking it's going to be probably like over 100 yards, but we'll just stick with the 20-plus. I like it. Um, And then Eric's roster is just hurting right now. It's true. It's just hurting. He's got a lot of, you know, he's got some – he's got Daryl Henderson now, but Adrian Peterson, it's just like – it just seems like there's a lot um, of tough spots for him with Chubb still in the IR, so – why is uh, why is Eric going to win? Because Lamar's going to get two rushing touchdowns. Two rushing touchdowns yep. against Steelers. All right. That is a that is a take. Thank you. That is a hot take. Yeah, I mean, I was you can't hold this guy down for that long, can you? If you're the Steelers, maybe you can. Maybe. Um, and then I've also got Bell is going to get some touches. Bell is going to eat into E layers. Stuff like okay. Mark is gonna get a good outing out of Bell, mm-hmm. but he is going to lose to Eric by less than fifteen. A margin of fifteen will be the victory for Eric. Fifteen. Yeah. Okay. So that's just it's gonna be a barn burner. Is all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can we transition into the next one? Yes. Scruff, McGruff, and Luke. 
the candidate, Scruff McGruff, number one in the league, <laughs> against Luke, the oh, what was his uh, what was his hero? Spider Man, Spider Man, Spider Man, Luke. Three, two, one, Griff. Luke. Man, this is Ooh, great. Oh spicy. boy, Luke Griff. Let me tell you why Luke's gonna win. Okay, bus stops here. For the Scruff McGruff squad. The bus stops? Yeah, the bus stops here because it's clogged up with webs from Spider-Man. The bus is clogged with webs. I'm just trying to, to yeah. track with you. Yeah, the bus, bus is clogged is clo- with webs. What type of bus is it? This is a school bus. It's a school bus. Yeah. It's, it's a, not a school bus. It's a sc- <laughs> <laughs> That's a different team. Yeah. Okay, no, it's a, a school bus that yeah. Griff is on, but... Spider-Man's clogged it up with his webs. Yep, yep, yep. Because Spider-Man attacks children now on buses. I got you, On I school got you. buses. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> Griff scores less than 115. Okay, less uh, than 115. Less than 115 for the Scruff organization. And then I've got Luke. I mean, I've got Connor in a muddy matchup. Like muddy, actually like rainy, muddy matchup. Mm. James Connor mm. scoring 20-plus. Uh, Great game, so uh, against so, the Ravens. Yeah, against the Ravens. Man, I just have it. It's gonna get. It's gonna get brutal out there, and that's why I've got Lamar getting those two touchdowns on the ground. Touchdowns in this it's game. It's gonna be muddy. It's gonna be muddy. But I've got Connor uh, having a um, plus twenty outing. So big game from Connor. Why do you? Uh, why do you got the number one uh, projected uh, fantasy manager in the league winning? Yeah, he's just on a roll, and yeah. he's just gonna keep rolling. And that's funny that I said roll. Rolling? That's what's funny that I said roll on okay. on my paper because I didn't realize he was on a school bus at the time. I've got the webs clogging that bus. I up, didn't man. realize the webs were a, a factor, yeah. but I'm looking at Spider Man. I'm thinking he's not attacking the school bus full of children unless they're in danger. And this sure. bus is not in danger. That's they true. are rolling. So I think Wentz actually is gonna have a strong outing against Dallas this week. Yeah. Dallas. Just gives up points. They That's do. what they do. They're just like, here you go, touchdown. Here you Take go, yards. Those points, take them up. Here you go, you can have them. And then <laughs> our, our offense isn't going to do much. We're making a lot of different choices. It's making me nervous. So, yeah, so Carson Wentz is going to go for 30-plus <gasps> this week. 30-plus. Yep. Uh, two back-to-back great fantasy games in a row. Um, and, man, like just does not have a lot of good matchups this week. Like, Ryan Tannehill looks like a good matchup against the Bengals, but... The problem is they're going to go up early, and Derrick Henry's just going to run that ball. James Conner is going to be going up against the Ravens' defense. He's not going to get it going. He's just got some tough matchups this week. Tyler Boyd going against the Titans' defense, and their their defense is underrated. So they're stout. They're stout. So I, yeah, I just I just have him with some tough matchups this week, unfortunately. Um, and I'm vying for the point spot with him. So part of this is, you know, I just I hope You're projecting. I, I hope that I can outscore Luke this week as well. Um, so I hope he does have some tough matchups. But if he gets the win, it'll put me wrong. And I don't have him scoring a whole lot of points. I just have him scoring more than one fifteen. More than one fifteen. Yep. Um, cool. <clears throat> Let's transition to Tiz and Isaac. Tiz and Isaac. This is the skull bus. Oh uh, yeah, it is. You're right. Magic one. Three, two, one, Tiz. Isaac. Wow, we are literally splitting. Here we oh. go. Except for Connor. Except for Connor. Uh, I'll tell you what Tiz is winning. <laughs> tell me. Cooper finds the end zone. 15 plus. Okay, hold on, there's more. Yep. 
Jones comes back 20 plus. Jones. Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. Sponge cake. Sponge cake. Right now, this is questionable. I got him coming back. Mm-hmm. Didn't practice today. Totally. He's got the handcuff. It's Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Is that all you've got? Yep. Okay, all right. Uh, Isaac, <laughs> you were looking at me. I thought you were oh, going to say no, something. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. There wasn't. You're right. Okay. You're right. You, you, you've, yeah. Um, I read you right. Yeah. I just don't trust, yeah, I just don't trust T.Y. Hilton or Fulgham. I got both of them less than seven. Oh, but Fulgham's been so good. Yeah, I don't trust him. Getting them targets, though. Getting them targets and they going against Dallas. I, got, I, I, I wish I had a take on Fulgham now. Um, but Don't what, know Isaac's going to win. What I have is, yeah, I think Fulgham will have a good game, but I didn't have a take on him. And I think um, Jared Cook is actually going to have a great game. Jared because Cook. Because um, Michael Thomas, unfortunately, will probably be out again this week with that second injury. I hope he's not. So if, if, if is he's he really not, injured? Yes, he is. Because I, I saw a video she of him. Want to play. No, I saw a video of him going to the sidelines. Well, hold on, hold on. I told injury. you we can't leak the video about Mark, Mark and the Mark Sparks. <laughs> different video. Sorry, okay. Different, right, different hard drive altogether. Okay, thank you. No, Michael Thomas is absolutely hurt. Um, he's got a hamstring issue. There's no reason for the. He's hurting his heart. His, he's hurting his so. heart. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think he's hurting his heart. I think that they're on good terms now. Even Sean Payton's been defending him on Twitter and saying there's no trade talks. You guys are idiots. He's hurting his mind. I don't think so. I think he's good to go. I think he's free as a bird. I think he just needs to get his body out on the field. I think he's ready to go. Okay. Um, so but anyway. Jared Cook? Yes, don't... Jared Cook's going to be getting 16-plus this week against the Bears because the Bears are going to lock down every other area, and Jared Cook's just going to sneak past him for a tutty and some yards. That's fair. Um, that's maybe synopsis. two tutties. Um, so that's what I think, and he's just he's going to get the volume because Michael Thomas isn't out there. And well, we so know what they say out. about people that get the volume. They will produce. Dun, 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 they get that, the that, volume they, they will, will produce. produce. Yep, and that is the truth. Um, let's see. Any other point projections for uh, for Isaac? I think his he has these uh, waiver RBs, and I and I think they're actually gonna they have some good matchups. Wait, 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 waiver? Yeah, I barely know her. Yeah, I know, I know, but okay, he knows him well okay, because sure. he picked him up. So he does not barely know her. He knows him well. So he's got Hasty. He's got. Um, Boston Scott again, another Dallas. Boston Scott was a good pickup. I'll say that he was in. His, he got his fantasy day saved at the very end of the game last week. He did not look good until the, the very end of the game. So I, I thought he was going to be a bust last week, but he ended up pulling through. But this week, Dallas will just just fold for you. So he, he's going to have a good week this week, and I think Hasty's going to be getting some carries. Yeah, another guy you add into this mix with Jarek McKinnon, Jamichael Hasty. Like, there's just so many running backs. But anyway, I think Hasty will get carries. And so I think his waiver RBs are going to be sneaky this week. I don't really have a point total for him. I just think they're going to definitely outproduce what they're projected for. Good. I like it. I'll uh, I'll put good waiver streams. How's that? Mm -hmm. All right, we're going to go with my matchup next. Ben and Kevin. Ben and Kevin. Three, two, one, Ben. Ben. Thank you. Let me go ahead and speak my piece. Mm -hmm. You ready? Yep. I can't wait to hear this. I've got a piece. I've got a, I've got a bone to pick. All right? Because I played Garoppolo and he screwed me. Mm -hmm. um, but I've got him having a 30-plus pointer. 
All right. I don't. What's the deal? Why is that such? Why is that such a big deal? Why do you say instantly? You're like what? Because right. Seahawks defense has not been that stout this year. But Jimmy G has been streaky at best. Streaky at best. So I can't. I can't find him on a good streak. Yeah, you can. You can. It's just I'm. I'm glad you're making such a such a stand. Yeah, and I'm sticking with it. So thirty plus for Garoppolo. All right, he's gonna look good. Uh, and this is to spite Cook mm. and what he said about my stream of Garoppolo. Okay. All right, and then I've got a layer going for thirty or for fifteen plus. For thirty, fifteen plus. For fifteen plus. Okay. Fifteen plus. I think that. Uh, Do you think it's a take? I know, right? <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. But I'm just no, calling my shot. I it's think fine. I got at least fifteen. It's, I mean, it is these days. You don't know. I, I'm just with whatever. Bell back there. I got Kevin uh, scores. He scores plus one ten, but comes up short. Uh, so let's go. Okay. So he does. Let's see. So that means I'm gonna score more than one ten. Sure. But Kevin currently projected within a tenth of a point of each other. Yeah, it's gonna be close. But uh, but one ten, and then I've also got Galladay. Uh, four plus seventeen. Four plus seventeen. Can you so break that down four, for me? I'm sorry, Galladay for seventeen plus. Oh, okay, thank you. Yeah, thanks for keeping me honest. <laughs> Twenty one. See, those are good. Four things. plus you seventeen. You have got a bad thing to say about the team, but I'm just. I've only got. He just scores a little. Uh, he just scores a little less than me. So. Sure. I yeah. The only. What take are you I liking had, on my team? What do you like it? Justin Jefferson's gonna go off this oh, week. Another one. Yeah, he's another go one. Off. Twenty plus man. He's gonna be out there gritty and man. He's just out here gritty. I just love this kid. How many? Twenty plus. Twenty plus. I'm glad you. It's like Green him. Bay in the rivalry game. That's big. It's division. Dalvin right. Cook's out there to spread the field, and Justin Jefferson's just gonna be out there catching them dimes. Yeah. Well, cool. I don't know if Kirk Cousins really throws dimes, but. He's going to be out there he showing nickels. his athleticism. He throws nickels. He gathers change. <laughs> yeah. He takes it to the coin bank, cashes himself out a nice $20 bill. Is go to buy some candy. We'll take any coins you got because it's a coin sh- shortage out there. <laughs> yeah. You know what? So, is that still a thing? I, I don't know. I don't know. Probably. 2020, dude. What a year. What a year it Freaking has year. been. That's so funny. The coin shortage. We'll forget about the coin shortage for 2020. We'll forget about it. Yeah. Because it was such a minor deal. We're not going to have coins next year. It's all going to be cash <laughs> and card. Oh, I love it. And then we're going to phase that out, and it's going to be Bitcoin. Hey, did you know that they actually had $100,000 and $50,000 bills circulating, like, in the United States? Let me check my wallet. Yeah, no, I didn't know that. No, they did. Uh, so before they did waiver, they did waivers? Or, pff, Hardly know. Wow. Before they did waiver wire. No, before they did wire transfers, they go. had to use them in financial institutions <coughs> to move large sums of money via cash. Because they didn't have wire transfers that we use today. Hmm. So Interesting. They were circulated. And, uh, and I had an old woman one time come to the bank and said, uh, could I get that back in 500s and thousands? <laughs> and I was like, excuse me, ma'am, we don't, we don't, there's, <laughs> there's not 500 and $1,000 bills. Yeah. Because I think she got like 600 something dollars. So maybe not the thousands. Um, and 500 and but 100. She said, Can I get a 500 in there? Mm-hmm. And I was like looking around. I was like, Did you hear what she just said? And I was like, Can I get a 500? But she did say that, um, that's why I said the thousand, was that she did say, Oh no, I've got a thousand dollar bill at home. <laughs> and I was like, You can't use that. And it's actually like, if you use it at the bank, we have to take it. Really? Yeah, like we have to take wow. it. We'll give you, like, we'll fund your money or whatever, but we cannot let those circulate. Wow. Like, we're, we're called to actually stop circulation of those bills if they come out. That's crazy. Yeah, so I'm I think he's probably smart. Learn something new every single day, man. 
Only if you pay attention. I don't think that's true. Yeah, actually. and only if you pay attention. Some people are, are stubborn; they don't have to learn every Sorry, day. We're getting lost here. Um, Patrick and Cook. Patrick and Cook. This is the easiest pick of my life. Three, two, one. Cook. Cook. Man, yeah. this is the fir- is this the first time you picked not yourself? Yeah, I think it is. First time I picked against myself. That's a humble thing to do. Well, you know, I've got my win. I, I just knew I was getting now. one. We've got a lot on the line now. Got a lot on the line, but yeah. Um, well, you can tell me how I'm gonna lose. I'll tell you how I'm gonna yeah. lose. Yeah. Well, you spoke into it earlier, and so maybe we're on the same page. Uh, Rojo has a good game, which means for you, your quarterback, your tight end, mm-hmm. and your kicker, kicker could still benefit, mm-hmm. but those guys are not going to have good games. They're going to go up big, Tampa Bay early, and then Rojo just uh, just goes off. So for those reasons, um, I've got Brady, Suckup, and Gronk going for all less than 30. Total? Combined? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, that, that's that's a fair game script argument. Not done yet. Okay. Sorry. I had to write it down and uh, 30, less than 30. And then I also got Corey Davis torturing you when you watch your Titans play because Corey Davis, throughout the whole game, it's not going to be like one giant play or something like that, but I've had, got him going for 20-plus just throughout the game, like getting targets, getting yarded, yards and all that stuff. So Big reason I trade away A.J. Brown because I so think he gets targets. C. Davis, uh, I've got him for 20-plus. And then just a cherry on top, I've got Kamara going for 20-plus in a big matchup against the 49ers. Wow. Your take. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's hard to argue against that game script. Uh, I guess I'm just I'm definitely hoping that Brady and them can get some touchdowns early and then Rojo takes it over and gets the yardage. But, yeah, I, I don't think it's a bad argument. I'm picking against myself, and I do think Kamara is going to get um, – a lot of points this week, especially if Michael Thomas is out. Uh, and the main part of that is I think Kamara is going to get over 10 targets um, and he's going to get 100-plus receiving yards this week. I'm writing it down, baby. That's my take. Um, and that's that's if Michael Thomas is out. If Michael Thomas is not out and he comes back, then Kamara still going to have a great game, but he's not going to get that many yardage. Not that much yardage. That's good. One thing that I've noticed, you're good at doing <clears throat> yards as a stat. Mm-hmm. I do fantasy points. I do both, yeah. I do a little bit of both. I'm just, I, I, I don't go yards mm-hmm. for whatever reason. I might have done it once. Yeah. But like my, my, whenever I'm looking at matchups, I'm seeing like your team's not going to score X amount of points. Whereas like mm-hmm. you see a player and you're like, he's only going to get a certain amount of yards. Mm-hmm. Which I, I love that because. We're Mix it up a little bit, you know. Yeah, I like it. I but like yeah, overall, it. he's just he's got a tough team. All right, here's the master sheet. Here's the master there sheet. There it is. That's big. We got to hold on to that. Yep. We don't need these anymore. Yeah, you've got the takes on there. Yeah. So see those later. Very these. good. Very good. You're doing great. These are trash, by the way, too. Yeah, those last weeks. Yeah. Bye. See ya. Um, Cook one time did ask about our. Our records. Yeah, and whether or not we picked somebody. If you want to know what we picked, guess what? It's recorded on a podcast that airs every single week. You can go back and listen to it because we have a timestamp as to when it starts and when it finishes. Fair. That's what I got to say about that. Fair. I've cooked. I've picked Cook twice in a row. Did I tell you whenever he did, he was like wondering whether or not has Patrick picked me? Did I, oh, tell yeah, you I think that? that's how this came up. Yeah. You were talking about the records yeah. one time because you were wondering. He was wondering if I ever had picked him. That's good. That's good, man. I don't know if I did or not. You feel good about our picks? You feel good about your picks? Oh, I'm so nervous, man. I know, I know. I'm so nervous. We split on... How many did we split on? We split on three. Yeah, we went went the same. Three out of the five. So we got... 
Someone's gonna have gonna a have someone's gonna have a three point heads up next week. Or or we could split yeah, two, two and so, then so one of us. It ain't gonna be even. It's not gonna be even. It ain't gonna because be we even. did not split evenly. So one person is going to have an advantage next week. It's exhilarating. Whew. Crazy. All right. Now cool. on to the next. On to the next one. On to the next. On on to the next one. This is our. Hey, Daddy, do you think you'll lose your job? What? Where'd you hear that? Well, I go on the internet sometimes. Don't go on the internet. Watch TV or talk to people. You're discounting what scouts have done for 150 years? What the hell am I doing? Sticky review um, and takes. So, let's go ahead and review our sticky notes, um, takes, see if there's anything that we want to revisit or hash out together while we're while we're here any? we need to add one let's do it yeah so we need to if we're gonna add any we need to add them now right before we review them what's the one that you want to i know that this is actually debatable so if you're listening on the podcast we've got a take that is up in the air we don't need your help making the decision we made the decision already but we want to get your feedback bring it to the table um connor is talking this week about griffin cook Brought up some big names. John Wall and DeMarcus Cousins, Carl Towns, Devin Booker. 2016 Warriors. What do all these names have in common? They are great regular seasons with playoff collapses. And he's adding Griff and Cook to the list of peaking too early. Now, I think this is a take, and I think it's a simple take. These are the top two in the power rankings right now. Seemingly the top two strongest teams on the year. And his take is that neither one of them are going to win the championship. And I think it's an allowable take because they do seem so strong right now. So I submit that as a take. What do you think? Do you agree? Um, Is this a take saying that neither one of these people are going to make the championship? And is that enough of a take to put on the board? Um, See, this is the thing. What we don't want to do with these is take... What we don't want to do is... Put words in the mouth of people that aren't saying what they're saying. All right, I don't want to put words in other people's mouth, but I don't think I compa- have. I know, I know. I'm just saying, like, and I'm not. I just uh, that's what we're trying not to do. And for those reasons, I don't think that it's far off to do this. Okay, if you're saying someone's going to burn out, the only other result would be like they're not going to burn out and then come back and win a championship. That's not like what happened with those teams. Well, he said playoff collapses specifically. So, I mean, yeah, I think that's fair enough to say they will not be winning the championship. I'm not saying that he's saying they're not going to make the playoffs. We're not limiting it. Yeah, if anything, he's saying they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah. They're not going to make the championship. They're not going to make the championship. Yeah, I think it's take worthy. And I'll put a poll in there. Yeah, we'll make sure that this is solidified, but it seems pretty clear cut to me. The top two teams in the league. I'm just thinking, what's the reverse angle? Like, how does he back out of that and say. No, like I still think that Cook could win the championship. I don't think you could back out and say that because okay. none of these people won championships. And so for those reasons, we're going to hold his feet to the fire and see if he can uh, join us for a take. If there's anything I know about Connor, he's no, he's not shy to making big takes. We had the Kyler take. Oh, I mean, he was on fire. I, was, I mean, he's no schmuck. This doesn't seem like, yeah. This, this ain't dinner for schmucks. Yeah, and, th- and this isn't even as hot as the Kyler take, obviously. Kyler take was hot and spicy and it was a ride. That was so, a juicy ride, that man. Was a juicy ride. So, All right, let's let's progress. Let's. Uh, oh, here, yeah, I'll put it. Oh, I got my pen. I like you got your pen. pen. You like that pen. This is the Anthony Robbins Platinum Partner Gel 
pin. Yeah, you know, sometimes you gotta get out there with the Platinum Partners and say, Anthony Robbins, how are you doing? Give him, and he gives you a pin, and then the rest is history. Connor. No clue where that pin came from. That's a good pin. Uh, says that Cook and Griff will not win. So, it's coming out right in here. Perfect. Okay, now we move in to... 20. Yeah. Our sticky reviews, the ones on the board. Discuss a few of them. Take a little break in between to discuss some that are at hand. Some that are at hand. Yeah, look, yeah. Oh, God. There we go. First take on the board. God dang on Ertz. Ertz, <laughs> still. Grinding your gears. Um, so, yeah, over under reception, seven touchdowns, blah, blah, blah. Let me, move this, mic. Let me move this mic for you a little bit. Goddard, fixed 56 and three. Goddard's coming back off the IR. Ertz is traveling his Who's way. Who's got Goddard, by the way? Uh, I believe Tiz has Goddard. Okay. If I, he did last week at least. Um, and here we are. Chase Edmonds, Kenyon Drake, discussion. Um, it's gonna be juicy I'm going to sit back down and talk about it for a minute. So, obviously, Drake got injured last week. Yeah. Edmonds, while Drake is out, is going to be the starter. Yes. Um... So I've got to push back on you a little bit, yep. and I've got to say, well, first of all, this is the most important part about this. Okay. This is the most important fact. I'm listening. I'm all in, baby. No one cares about this except me and Evan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the rest of the league doesn't care. Me and Evan care more than anybody else about this. I, I care like 2%. Okay. 2%. Well, 2% of you... Um, is wrong in your in your stance. Well, so let's, let's talk about stance. it. So you don't think that it is the take is revocable at this point. So for those reasons, I feel like it's got to be unanimous between us. So it's gonna stay up there. No, 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 no. So that's not what I want to happen. Okay, sorry. So you think that I need to sell you on what's going on? No, I just need to tell you my side of it. But then I'm also just going to give the take because the semantics are that it's technically true. But I just don't think the heart of the discussion was... Here's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see a season-long Drake and Edmonds battle. Edmonds maybe overtakes him on the year. That's what the heart of it was about for me. I wanted to see that too. Or, yeah, I mean, if it was a season-long season-ending injury for Drake. But he hasn't even moved to the IR yet. They put two players on the IR. He hasn't? I thought they said they did. No, no, no. That's what Evan would lead you to believe. But it did not happen. He's not on the IR yet. He may go to the IR, but they put two players on the IR, and it was not him. You know what the injury was? Uh, yeah, I think it was an ankle. He like he, t- he tore or something. Yeah. They're treating it like a high ankle sprain. Yeah. So three to four weeks. So yeah, it's a lo- it's a long span of time. But I guess my argument is, Edmonds did not win the job. Yet, now if Edmonds plays and he plays great. Which he, I mean, there's no doubt in my mind, Edmonds is a great player. But if he plays great and then Kenyon Drake comes back and he's his backup, then I feel like Evan outright wins this take. But we're we're going on the semantics that Drake is out, Edmonds took the backfield, so the take's over. So I made the point. So if I said at the beginning of the year the same take about Alexander Madison over Dalvin Cook, then I win that take. Yeah. So yeah, I just I, I don't think it's the spirit of it. Okay. But I, I do think yeah, if we're we're here's the pushback. 
And I hear what you're saying, and I completely agree, because the Madison-Cook comparison is right. Like, Madison's going to take over the backfield. It's like, he did it for he three did games. It. Yeah, like he did it. And he got four fantasy points. Exactly. No, I agree with you there. Um, what I've got to say about that was that Evan didn't believe that he could make it throughout the whole season anyways. Like, Evan almost could have made the take, I guarantee Drake will get hurt this year. Like, that's what I, I guess, because I know that he thinks that. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, he's made of glass, is a frequent comment made about all injury-prone athletes, but especially Drake. He was like, he's made of glass, he's not going to make it. He's just not going to make it. And so for those reasons, if anything, I see like, he was like, I'm going to hold on to Edmonds because Drake will not make it all 16 games. Which, mm-hmm. very rarely do players do that. Like, it, it is difficult to do, which I will say. So it's, it's kind of like, it's a safe bet, but... I'm just saying Evan was going to take the over on any bet. They're like, hey, is Drake going to make it to the end of the season like without getting injured? Not a chance. Like He would not have done that. So that's why I think I ride on that side was because I internally already knew what Shacklett was saying whenever he was making the Edmonds take, making these Drake's takes, was he was like, there's no way Drake will even make it through the season without getting injured. So Edmonds is going to have the backfield for a couple of games, at le- for a couple of games at least. So... And that's why we had the injury removed from it was because Evan did make a point enough to say, obviously, Drake is not going to make it the whole rest of the season. So you saying that he's going to get the backfield with a, you know, barring any, any injury, Evan made a point to say, wait a minute, barring any injury, if anything, I think Drake will get injured. That's what I'm saying. Like, he is a lot to get injured. So I want that removed from the take because he will get injured. Yeah, but that's never the argument I was making. I was never making the argument that Drake is never going to miss a game this year. That would be ridiculous. So, yeah. so, well, okay, I, so I don't think spirit? I don't think that's the reason we took the injury clause off. I think the reason we took the injury clause off is because if so if we go 5 games, Drake does poorly and then he gets hurt season ender and Edmonds takes the backfield, that way I can't weasel out and say, well, Drake could have won if he stayed there the whole year, even though right, he played okay, like okay. crap. Yeah, okay. That's why I think we did the injury clause. So I was like, okay, that's fine. Take the injury clause off. If Drake gets injured, he wins the take. I just, I don't know. I just, I don't think the spirit of it was, I, the spirit of it for me was who's the leader of the backfield. Drake is that guy right now, whether it's warranted or not, yeah. whether Drake is the better back or not, he is the leader of the backfield. So how about this? How about we do this for the take? We don't keep it up there with the tape. We just move it down. No, I, I think it's gone. I think it's, so we've talked about it. Well, Evan feels so, strongly no, that see, this is what he I'm saying, wins though. the What tape. happens, though, is in four and five weeks, we actually get insight into it even more. So if we take it off, slap it, send it off into the ocean, I'm just saying that like we when it happens five weeks from now, we won't have a tape to remind us. It won't be. Oh, up there. I will. Remi- well, I will remember. <laughs> of course you will. But I'm just saying, like, if you move it down on the thing, we don't have to review it every single week. But when four to five weeks comes, we'll have the sticky note there to either properly send off whenever Drake is eligible, healthy, and he plays the backup role, or when he takes it over again, and let's say he goes off for 20 points, we're gonna be like, glad we didn't throw that away because, I mean, no, I, I can't get behind that okay. because Evan will eat that. He will be eaten alive by that. We're going to get eaten alive by that? Yeah, I think Evan will, will not agree with that because, and I'm a logical guy. Okay. Logic is my first thing I go to. Love it. If we're going with the logical understanding that his argument, which it's his take at this yeah. point. That's not my take. <laughs> it's his take. His logical argument is that Edmonds would be the starter any game this year. 
So he wins that take. But see, now you're doing the thing. You're, you're making it. You're well. Is that not the argument? Am I saying anything that's incorrect? Um. Is that not the argument he's saying? I even I asked him about the Alex Madison thing, and he said technically you are correct. Is that not the take? Well, I, what I feel like you're doing is you're polarizing his take to an injury thing. Well, so is he. Yeah. But that's the thing. Whenever I heard him say, take the injury clause off, it was based from, it wasn't like, it's kind of, have you ever seen the Keenan Peel skate whenever they're texting each other and like one reads it a certain way and one sends it a different way? No. It's but so I, I want to see it. It's so funny. We can watch it after this because okay. it's so funny. Uh, I'll share it in the thing. Keenan Peel. I, I had to take notes on what to share. Uh, Keenan Peel text video. Okay. <clears throat> Um, but whenever I heard Evan barring for the injury thing to be removed, again, all I can hear in the back of my head is how I had him last year or whatever, and I would hear over and over and over again, he's made a glass, he's not going to make it, he's injury prone, he's not going to be a sustainable running back. He's just not. Maybe mm-hmm. it was two years ago. So you're pulling up the stats. Maybe it was two years ago. Um, I'm just seeing what his stats were last year. But yeah. I feel like you're polarizing it into a decision that like, hey – Whenever you make that's the thing. We've been fighting we've been fighting for this take to be clear and it hasn't been clear. He missed no games the year before, so I'm not sure. But anyway. We're fighting for this take to be clear and it's not gonna be clear. It's foggy, it's muggy, and if anything, we've made it clear by our own interpretations, but it hasn't been that. It's been this side, that side, alright, what's the final take? And then we, even when we make the final take and then something actually happens, we still have gray area. Now you think there's gray area. Evan Shackley doesn't because he's just taking the side that's going to like end this and be final and be right, which any person who's trying to win an argument would do. But I just I don't think that this is a... I'm not going to argue against the logic behind it because I, I never... I never said... But see, it was never clear mm-hmm. that, like, hey, he's going to get injured for one game and Evans will have the backfield. That never happened. Like, that, that did not... That was not processed as a sticky note. Well, I mean, he's... It's we have to go to Evan's words, and as oh my he gosh, said, we spent freaking ten minutes talking about this. Gosh dang it! Evan's whole argument is based around he will not last the entire year, which technically he did. He did not last the entire year. He will be back, but he didn't last the entire year. So based on the words of his take, it has to be a, the right take. It has to be it has to get the send off. That's just what we have to do. But, yeah, I mean, I've never said Drake won't get injured. I've never said – I've never even said that Edmonds isn't a great player. I think he is. These I, were foggy takes. I've never said that Drake wasn't a bust. That's also Evans' take, which – These he, were foggy takes. Well, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say they're foggy. They have been since the start. What do you mean? These have been the most foggy <laughs> takes ever. And we've had to like, we've had to just trim them down to be something that's actually worth putting on a sticky note. So I want this to be finalized and over so that we can move forward and learn our freaking sticky note lesson. It's over. It's clear. The take is that Drake is injured. Edmund starts next game. Drake is over. I mean, the, the take is over. Get up there and give it the send off. Okay, give it the send off. Here we go. <clears throat> The second is it the second sticky note? Yeah. Give this a nod. Here's Evan's take. What a good take it was. <laughs> the take is correct. Edmund starts this next week with the Drake injury. What a beautiful take. 
Well, it sticks around for us. <laughs> it stuck around. It didn't want to go. Yeah, don't go the take nowhere. didn't want to go. All right. Next okay. take, please. I so mean, I just want to clarify. Okay. Yeah, I just want to clarify the stance. Evan wins the take based on That's the injury humble. to Drake. It's very humble of you. And there's still a take left by Evan, which he will likely win as well, with Drake being a bust due to the injury and Edmonds, which is actually the more compelling take in my mind. Well, see, this is what I'm saying. Like, there were so many better takes to take, but we didn't take those. Yeah, and so I and I never ones. said Drake would not be a bust. Well, it was because it was so early in the takes. It was so early in the takes, writing yeah. down. We didn't have it narrowed down as to how we we're going to do this. Whether it was takeable, we didn't have the committee together making the decision on whether or not it's takeable. So this Evans got another take to to be excited about. Drake getting bust and Edmonds being the obvious still in the draft. So he's got that to look forward to. Yeah, maybe that'll help him get to more than three or four wins, the next take. Which is the next take, yeah. Thank you, So, Evan (laughs) gets... What is happening in Oakland? It defies everything we know about baseball. Just plain crazy! If we win with this team, we'll change the game. This better work. I'm just kidding. Four <laughs> wins is what Ben said. Pat, Patty P said three. And then Evan has against me that I won't get more than three as well. Love those. Alex Cook says Evan will not make the playoffs. Griff jumped in on that take as well. Said Evan S will not make the playoffs. Yeah, hop in there. Evan's guarantees are one and one on the year. No guarantees in sight right now. So they now. still carry some weight. And your take of Josh Allen being outside the top eight RBs, $10 on the line with Shacklet. That was clarified. Top 10 $10. RBs? I'm sorry. Sorry, I was like, I I thought I did say RBs. Top eight. uh, $10 take. It's top eight quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah. Can we take a look at where he's at, actually? Hold on. He's four right now. Dropping. Dropping slowly. Two to Uh, three to four. What's next? Nine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and then Connor says Cook and Griff will not win the 2020 championship um, that is as long as he does affirm that take and he's a part of the firm the data league right Connor yeah um I don't know I don't know either isn't he in the BTA yeah he is you're right he is in the BTA yeah you're right sorry he's not gonna get any affirm from the affirm the data division mm-hmm. he might We'll see how the votes go. Do you want to sit down and cool off for a little bit? I'm I'm cool. You don't seem you don't you you're right. You don't seem worked up. I just as we conclude the podcast, nothing I, I love more than a logical discussion that ends in conclusion, and that's what we had there. In fact, that's a bit saucy. That is <laughs> saucy. Man. Are you ready to conclude the podcast? So I can show you this key and peel video. Key and peel video. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you have anything else you want to say to the viewers? Um, oh, which, by the way, let me go ahead and pull this up. I'm just going to start doing this because I'm, I'm just so thrilled with... Uh, One thing I'd say to the viewers is I'm, I'm excited for my first win this week. I uh, do want to big shouts out. Thank you to Evan S. for giving the jolt of reality that I am still in the playoff picture. 30 points behind, like right now. Um... So we're trying to put up points. We're trying to get wins to stay out of the suit. We're trying to put up points to get to the playoffs. 
So we have a renewed focus with Dalvin Cook coming off the IR this week, hopefully, uh, at least as far as the IR on my team, and getting the start. So very excited. Yeah. And that's all I have to say about that. Love it. Thank you for. I, I will say I can sense your your positivity. Uh, positivity exudes. I, I do. I feel it. Um, United States, ninety eight percent. Ireland, we got one percent. United Kingdom, one percent. Germany, one percent. Puerto Rico, one percent. And Singapore. Shouts out to all those listeners. I know it doesn't make sense one percent, but I can't put less than one percent. So. It, mm-hmm. um, but we have one percent of all of Singapore. Yeah. <laughs> Shouts out to all those listeners. Thanks for listening. We uh, we appreciate you. Love you. We don't have anything else that we want to say. Um, thanks. Yeah. We put a little beefier pod out there this week. Evan S did say he likes it. He does like a beefier pod. Yeah. So. Yeah. We're just. Just here to here to please here to please here to affirm here to beat here to tickle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. All right, love you guys. We'll talk to you later. See ya. Bye. The first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club.